Because it's time for high school football on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online, online. at WBVI.com. Online now. High school football is brought to you by Frickers, Warner Automotive, Blanchard Valley Health System, by Rotor Rooter, Big B Coffee, Iron Workers Local 55, by Harold Floriana Funeral Hall, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, by Grit, MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, by Morgan Advanced Materials, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Snyder's Flooring Outlet, by Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Hang on, it's time to go to the booth for all the action. Right here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online. Let's do it. At WBVI.com. Welcome on out to Patrick Henry High School, your site for today's action of BBC football. We have the second round of the postseason, Patrick Henry hosting Arlington. Arlington 7-4 on the season, got a road win last week in the first round of the playoffs, taking down Antwerp 27-20. Patrick Henry 9-2 on the year, they beat North Central 40-8 last week. Winner of this one takes on the winner of Hopewell Loudon and Pandora Gilboa. That game can be heard on our sister station, WFOB. This is BBC Football on Kalaska, it's 96.7 WBVI Online through WBVI.com. Lance Moore is alongside Jimmy Nixon for today's action for the second week of the postseason. Jimmy, Arlington, they got themselves a, a little bit of an upset win last week, looking to do the very same thing tonight. What are some of the things you're all looking forward to seeing here tonight? A little, little contrast of styles here tonight, Lance. I mean, you're looking to see if Arlington can establish the run game. Sounds like Patrick Henry likes to spread it out and try to run as well. Just a different way of attacking defenses is kind of the same way, though, ultimately is running the football. <clears throat> it should be a... Uh, Short game, and both teams are going to run it, as I've seen. But it looks like Patrick Henry throws the ball a little bit more than Arlington, but just about everybody does out there. So, interesting to see. I think both teams coming from two good leagues. Um, I think it's going to be a well, a really tight contested game tonight. And looking to see you know, who can come out on top. But I'm, obviously, Arlington is definitely the underdog here, coming all the way over Patrick Henry here tonight. And looking looking forward to see how it turns out. And yeah, lots of good things to look forward here in this matchup. Little. BBC versus WOAL action doesn't happen a whole lot because of the disparity of, you know, some of the teams in uh, both of those leagues. But Patrick Henry, you know, being the smaller fish in the big pond because of, you know, they got teams that are up to, I think, D4 is the biggest yeah, uh, like team, Wass- teams in that league. Yeah, Wassing, I, was, I know there was grumblings of Patrick Henry coming to the Blanchard Valley Conference um, at one point. I just, it didn't fall through. I think they were trying to come with Lipsick and, I know they're really close in their rivals. Yeah, I know. So I know there's been some of those things. Like, and I know we talked last week and um, and talked about how far it was. And you're like, it's really not that far. It wasn't that bad of a drive. But when you hit those countries, uh, country roads, it's just uh, it's God's country out here. There's not much out here. So, uh, but it really wasn't a terrible drive. It really wasn't much different than a Hopewell Loudon drive for for an Arlington, you know, road game. Or you know, it's not bad to have one really long road trip a year. If, if they did come to the BBC, I know that would be something when they're battling. Um, Win a bigger conference like that in NWOAL, but hey, I mean, credit to them. You know, they've won eight games this year, and they lost to two pretty quality opponents as well. At least in terms of coming south, you just go up like you're going to North Baltimore, and instead of turning towards the actual school of North Baltimore, just keep going for another like 20 minutes or so. Yeah, Deschler Road. You should know that's Deschler's Patrick Henry country. That's for sure. So I knew that right away. So uh, it wasn't it was not a bad drive. It really wasn't. We're just about ready for the opening kick here tonight between Arlington and Patrick Henry. Patrick Henry will start with the football. Arlington will get the ball to start to the second half of play here in Hamler for this matchup between, again, Patrick Henry 
and Arlington. And you talked about the contrast of styles between these two teams. How about the contrast in colors? Because the colors themselves are the same, but Arlington with the white jerseys and the red pants, and Patrick Henry the red jerseys with the white pants. Yeah, it is. It is a bit alarming. I agree. I mean, the other thing to think about here tonight is maybe some weather here. I think it's been a nice, it's like in the mid-50s, real nice football weather. But it looks like the wind's spiraling a little bit. If anyone wants to pass it, I know Arlington didn't do much of it, but it could be a little bit of a factor, maybe even in the kicking game. So we will see the Harold Florian funeral kick returnable for Patrick Henry at about the 10-yard line. Still gets stopped just shy of the 30 onto about the 28. Landon Johnson on the run back that time for PH. We'll see... The Patriot offense get on the field to start this one off. 11-54 left to go in the first quarter. Yeah, I was listening to the pregame show here. The, the guys before really thought it was key for Arlington to get the ball and try to get make some points. I don't know if they won the coin toss or lost it, but either way, it's just a big first possession. They're feeling each other out. Arlington's kind of healthy. They've gotten healthy over these last few weeks, so they're putting their best out there as they can here and see if they can you know, size up with this Patrick Henry offense. We'll see Patrick Henry. Spread things out, first and 10 from their own 28-yard line. It'll be quarterback keeper for Lincoln Kringer as Kringer will get out, uh, looks like about the 31-yard line. So that's one of the things to note is uh, on this Patrick Henry side, I, I haven't been able to see the other player in Nash Meyer. He's typically their starting quarterback. Don't know if he's the one that's hurt because of the different people that are in uh, on the sideline and you know different jackets and things of that nature but he was the primary guy that uh, we saw warming up and see what kind of uh, different dimension that brings to this ph offense because does appear to be a little more mobile than meyer was yeah a little quarterback by committee here is maybe but it was just a little jet sweep to the left that last time i did a good job of stringing it out and keeping to a minimal game here this one will be blown dead right before it was about to start my intel told me the news was the receiver was playing quarterback for them. I'd, I'm not quite sure when the quarterback got hurt or, or whatnot. So, I mean, that, that could be the case. I've heard that they got a backup quarterback from a couple weeks ago. Is that? Yeah, we can hear the refs' calls tonight. Oh, we're big time tonight. We're big time. I guess I think they're, they're broadcasting on TV, too, I think. So that always helps when they got to do those things. So the penalty was against Patrick Henry, so that does drop them back five yards, brings up second down and 12 from their own 26-yard line. Little gun bunch set as they'll hand it off on the little end-around play. Not too much doing. Look at some of those penalty yards back, back about to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, they went that little trips bunch route on the, on the outside, but then came back for a counter, almost like a reverse on the inside there. And Mason Cavani for Arlington did a good job of stopping in his tracks, brings up a third and long, so that's, that's good for Arlington defense here. Look for them to maybe pass the ball here on this third down. 10.42 left to go first quarter. Still scoreless between Patrick Henry and Arlington BBC postseason football. Class gets 96-7 WBVI. We'll have two receivers out right side, one to the left. Quarterback Kringer in the shotgun. He'll roll to his right. He'll look to throw. He'll throw it as he's about to get hit. Believe that's going to be short. And yes, it will be short as... They say it was hit off of the ground before it had an opportunity to be hauled in for a grab, so that'll bring up fourth down. Yeah, Elijah Freischner had great pressure that time for the Red Devils. Um, you know, maybe a flag in a college football game or NFL game we see these days, but he did a good job of getting the extra hits. He couldn't, the receiver, the quarterback couldn't get the little tempo on that ball to get it there. Just, just short. If he would have caught it, it would have been a first down. And one of the uh, interesting things between the two teams, as we've talked about a handful of interesting things, both teams have linemen as their punters. Don't see that every day. 
So the punt will be returnable, but we'll take a very Arlington bounce. Actually, will be downed by Patrick Henry in their own territory at about the 47-yard line. That's where we'll see the Arlington offense get back on to the field here for their first time of the game. 10-16 to go first quarter, and it's about as good of a defensive drive as you can uh, draw up, thanks, of course, to a penalty, but nonetheless. Yeah, it was a good stand by Arlington there to start to see if they can get something going offensively. I was just trying to look at the wind to see if that really knocked that punt down because it didn't look like a bad punt, but it got up in the air and really knocked it down. And luckily it didn't hit any Arlington player, and Patrick did a good job of covering it. But great field position for Arlington here to start at their own 48. Or 47. First and send for Arlington. They'll have the ball just barely in Patrick Henry territory. They hand it to Cavani. He breaks through one tackle, keeps himself moving, and gets a little deeper into PH territory. He'll get out to about the 39, picking up about eight. Yeah, if anyone's tuning in hasn't seen Arlington this year, it's really a dive option, you know, left and right. They just keep running until the cows come home. It's a Haycock and Cavani do a nice job, and, and Russell do a good job. They're, they're healthy with the backfield, and it's a hard offense to stop, and it's something you don't see very often. That's what it was first down. It's a great first down pickup for the Red Devils. Second down in two for Arlington in PH territory at the 39. Receiver out left side. Haycock goes under center. Two backs behind him. They'll hand it to Cavani once again. He's got a bunch of daylight ahead of him. Good luck catching him. Touchdown, Arlington. Cavani strikes from 39 yards out. Yeah, ju just what the Red Devils needed here to get going. Great dive option. It was the same play two times in a row. Just gave it right to Cavani that time, and the DB just with an arm tackle is not going to bring down Aiden Cavity. It's just not going to happen. He's too big, he's too strong, and he's too fast. Great, great opening possession for the Red Devils. Get ready for the PAT here on the Arlington side. Wes Hartman back to boot this one through for Arlington with 9.32 left to go here first quarter of action. Snap is there, kick is up. And it is up and good, seven to nothing. Arlington will jump ahead of Patrick Henry here in this one. We'll keep it here this time. Class Kids 96.7, WBVI online, WBVI.com. Probably won't have a whole lot of updates from some of the games around the area, but we'll take a look at the games we do have in the area, if nothing else. In the BVC, got three teams still in contention. Of course, Arlington just took the lead here on Patrick Henry. Also have McComb taking on Eden. They are still scoreless over at McComb. And Pandora Giboa takes on Hopewell Loudon, still scoreless over there in Bascom. Winner of tonight's game between Hopewell Loudon and Pandora Giboa, along with our matchup here between Arlington and Patrick Henry. Those teams will match up next week at a location to be determined as we'll start neutral site play next week. In the Northern 10, Bluffton striking first. They lead Winford 7-0. No scoring updates yet between Carey and Columbia, along with Colonel Crawford and Ottawa Hills. Columbia, and they strike first. They lead 6-0 over Ontario over in Tiffin for that matchup. No updates yet between St. Mary's and Perkins. Same thing again for Hopewell Loudon and Pandora Gilboa. Yeah, great start for Arlington here. Now Patrick Henry needs to, needs to respond here. They really got to get something going here. I mean, back to the extra point. Max Job did a great job. It was a bad, I don't know, it was a bad snap, or maybe his cans were cold, but he fumbled that ball and got it up there. Good kick by Wesley Hartman to get that through there. Kicking hasn't been the easiest thing for Arlington at times this year, so just um, sure they're relieved that just went through. So we'll be returnable for Patrick Henry. They'll get it out to about the 33-yard line on the return, so a little better field position for them to start this drive as they'll start about five yards in front of where they started their initial drive before 
They were brought back for some penalties, and then Arlington able to get the stop and forced a punt. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pay attention really quick to, just to see who's who's that quarterback and see the different formations they're trying to formation the Red Devil defense to see the things they like and see who they're running away and just really they, they really need to get the ball to Miranda. It seems like he's their stud. That's exactly what they'll do on first and ten. Miranda will gain some yardage. He'll get just past the thirty out to about thirty-six, picking up three. Yeah, good hard run. That's he's gotta gotta stay in front of the sticks there, get three or four on first down can't get behind, you know, and have penalties. If you're gonna run the ball, no matter whether you're running out of the spread or under center, you can't get behind when you're running the ball. When you wanna get three or four yards, you can't get into a third, eight, third, nine like they did last possession. The second out and seven for Patrick Henry from their own 36 yard line under nine minutes to go. First quarter, Arlington leading Patrick Henry seven to nothing, but Patrick Henry with the football. We'll see their quarterback drop back, look across the middle of the field as that'll be a little short on the pass that time from Lincoln Krieger trying to hit Landon Johnson across the middle. That'll bring him now a third down. Yeah, good coverage that time by Brady Griggs. It just looked like it was an all-go. They had receivers all going down, trying to throw it right down the seam and just a little behind the receiver. It looks like if Griggs could have got his head turned around, maybe he would have had a chance to intercept it, but uh, good defense by the Red Devils. And that's one of the positives on the Arlington side. You talk about the different players that have been out because of injury. Well, Brady Griggs missed a good chunk of the season because of that. Yeah, they've had a lot of players in and out, but I mean, they seem to be got healthy at the right time. Third and seven for Patrick Henry. Krieger looking to throw. He'll dump it off near side. Get a first down and a little more on the dump off to their running back, Houston Miranda, as he gets out to about the 46-yard line. Yeah, there's Miranda. They just got they got to figure out be creative to keep being creative just like that. Swinging the ball, get it out in space. That was great blocking out on the edge by a Patrick Henry receiver there. It really sealed um, Russell, I think, there and really stopped stopped him from getting getting to Miranda early. Good first down. First and 10 for Patrick Henry from their own 47-yard line. 8.20 left to go here. First quarter of action. Krieger will end up keeping it on the option play. He'll get out to about the 50, pick up three. Yeah, great great read by Krieger. He did a good job. I thought I thought he gave the ball, so he kept it on the outside. That's the difference when you're in the shotgun. You still got five or four more yards to go up the field. He did get a nice gain of three or four, so... But the Arlington defense was there. There's four or five Arlington there to the stop and to bring him down. The second out and seven for Patrick Henry. The law of the ball at midfield. 7.45 left to go. First quarter, Arlington leading Patrick Henry 7 to nothing. We'll have two receivers out right side, one to the left. Krieger, quarterback keeper by design as he tucks it right up the middle. They'll be brought down by Metzger, but not before he gets out to about the 44-yard line. Yeah, just a straight-up quarterback dive or iso there, but no one to iso. So really just a straight dive, not even the delay. Just as soon as he got it, he ran right up the middle. I mean, Arlington traditionally has been a 3-4 defense. I think they, they got some more guys with their hands in the dirt here to try to to combat the Patrick Henry offense to get more people in there so they know that they want to spread it out and still run it. So they got to do a better job up front, the Red Devil defense, to stop him before he gets past the line of scrimmage. Third and one for Patrick Henry. They hand it to Houston right up the middle. He's going to get a first down a little more. So get out to the 41 enough for the Patrick Henry first down. Yeah, Barry for Arlington snuck through there. Had a chance to get him um, look right at the line of scrimmage. He just broke that tackle. Good hard run. First and 10 for Patrick Henry as they get a little deeper into Arlington territory at the 41. 6.55 left to go here. First quarter of action. Arlington the lead on Patrick Henry, but Patriots currently with the ball 
in Arlington Red Devil territory. We'll see receiver out to each side, split gun look. Krieger dropping back. He'll look to throw, looking for a man on the near side, and that is incomplete right in and out of the hands of Thomas Smith. Yeah, that was a good coverage by Roush that time. I think he was second-team all-league BBC corner. They're, they're leaving him on an island. Arlington's they're, they're, in their corners. That's the thing when you try to put as many people in the box. you gotta, you got to pick something. You, got, you can't have that safety over top. you got to put an extra guy in there to try to stop the run. That's what they're doing. They're, they're going to rely heavily on Jolliffe and uh, Roush tonight out on the edge. And then Patrick Henry saw that. They're trying to take advantage of it. Well, and part of that is going to, I mean, maybe testing Kringer if he's going to be able to make those throws. Is That was about, good, about yeah. on the money, <laughs> but was not completed that time as they'll run the little end-around play that they ran to start the game on the Patrick Henry side. Johnson on the carry. He'll pick up about four. Yeah, it's a touch of a wing tee, like counter almost, like a reverse for an average fan. But, you know, really they're running out. It's a little, like, under center, you'd reverse out and swing in to get that counter. They've run that a couple times trying to get a misdirection, but credit to Arlington defense. Linebackers are not falling for it. Well, the same, linemen. same way we've talked, uh, you know, week two when we had the Eastwood game, we talked about how they've traditionally been a run-heavy team, more passing this year. You can kind of say the same thing for Patrick Henry in their history, typically more run-heavy, but they've spread things out a little more this year, but we are going to have a timeout taken. Looks like Arlington taking the timeout here with 559. Left to go here, first quarter of action, Arlington, the 7-0 lead on Patrick Henry. Currently, again, first timeout taken of the half by head coach Josh McGrain as we have BBC Football Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And, Jimmy, obviously we saw Arlington go right down the field, their first possession and score. Defense was able to get an, an initial stop on that first drive. This drive, they've done all right, but still kind of st trying to figure out a way to get uh, Patrick Henry off the field, and they could do so on this third down and seven play, depending on exactly what Patrick Henry looks to do. Yeah, well, where they're at, if, I, if I'm coaching Patrick Henry, I, I'd be looking for a four-down territory here. I'd be trying to get three or four, you know, knowing you're going to go for it. You're inside the 40, you're at the 37, 38-yard line, so... I mean, you're looking at two downs to get seven yards. They're third and seven. Um, you know, really, I think the only thing that's really shot Patrick Henry in the foot is throwing the ball. It looks like they just keep running it. Sometimes as an offensive coordinator, um, you, you think you see something there, then you you got one incompletion, then you're looking at a third and long and instead of a, a third and short. So I'd look for him to maybe maybe try to get something underneath, but they went five wide last time, and Arlington didn't like that, and maybe they weren't pre prepared for it. Call the timeout. Third and seven now for Patrick Henry from the Arlington 38. Bit of a high snap. Krieger looking to throw. It's going to be caught on the near side of the field by Landon Johnson. We'll pick up a chunk of yardage. We'll bring up a fourth down. We'll bring up fourth and looks like about two or three. Yeah, just a straight little hitch there, a little five-yard hitch. Just a great way to pick up four or five yards. We saw Liberty Benton do that. We saw um, Hope Loudon do that. They make it look easy, and it's really not that easy. But great, great open field tackle there by the Arlington cornerback. I think that was Roush as well and just really hit him to get down now it's a fourth and what two or three lance it looks like yeah, it'll be fourth and three from the 34 for patrick henry they'll spread it out a little bit once again two receivers to the right now they'll have two to the left as they send houston miranda in motion keeper for krieger left side he'll find a sliver break away after a quick spin and get the first down as he gets out to about the 26 yard line yeah, great, great, great job running there. He got hit right at the line there, right at the first down marker, and just kept on going. Plopped through for three or four more yards. Good hard running by Patrick Henry. Great drive. Just what they needed. They really needed to respond there after Arlington came, came through and scored in two plays. They really need to put to, put together a drive, get their defense off the field. First and ten now for Patrick Henry from the Arlington 27. Under five minutes left to go. First quarter. Arlington leading Patrick Henry seven to nothing, but 
Patrick Henry driving down the field, now nearing the red zone. Bit of a high snap. They hand it to Miranda. He's going to be bitten back as he'll be hit by a handful of Arlington defenders that time. And so he'll be brought down for a loss of about two. Yeah, great job up front there by Schwab. Did a good job up front. And then Cavani came through. Mason Cavani there got him afterwards. So good job up front by the defensive lineman for Arlington. Getting in the backfield and getting their hands on the running back. I mean, like I said, Miranda looks like a nice runner, but he's not the biggest runner we've seen this year. But he's he does run hard and he's fast. But if those D linemen for Arlington can get their hands on that, it would definitely help the linebacker. Second down and 10 for Patrick Henry. It would be a keeper for Krieger by design. Right side, he'll get some yardage, not too much doing that time. as so he'll get to, looks like about the 24 pickup three. Yeah, that's the old uh, that's old midget football junior high play. I mean, they snap that thing and they're running quarterback sweep. They, they pull the guy out there. There's nothing There's nothing pretty about him. He does a good job of really getting to the outside, getting to that edge, and putting his head down and getting what he can. Interesting this interesting way to see. You don't see it that often, which is a regular straight-up quarterback sweep with nobody in the backfield even. Third down and six for Patrick Henry from the Arlington 23-340. Left to go here. First corner, Arlington, the 7-0 lead on Patrick Henry. I'll send Miranda in motion now to the right side. Three receivers to the left side. We'll see Krieger drop back, look to throw. He's looking near side. That's going to be intercepted as taking it the other direction. Going to be Trenton Haycock. Yeah, Roush with a nice interception there. Just overthrew the inside receiver that time, and Roush was on the far widest receiver, and it fell right into his hands. I really was dissecting the field as if I was a quarterback. I thought he had a, a hitch to the short side of the field. I don't know if the coach looked to call that again. The same play that helped to get the first down on third down, that third and long. I think he had him. I mean, but just overthrew the receiver, and Roush did a good job of securing that big, big, big interception for the Red Devils. Be first and 10 for Arlington from their own 13 with 3.26 left to go here in the opening quarter. Acock under center. This looks like he's going to get hit before he truly had a decision to make on the option that time. He will pick up a couple yards. Yeah, this time the dive option, they went the other way. Didn't hand it to Kevin this time, handed to Russell. Um, he did a good job, just got... Shoestring tackle there. Nice little first down pickup of five yards. Second down and five coming up for Arlington from their own 18-yard line. We're going under three minutes left to go here in the first quarter. Arlington will look to add on to their 7-0 lead after the interception after a lengthy drive from the Patrick Henry offense. See Haycock go under center. Option play once again. He'll give it this time to Russell once again. He's right around the first down marker. Looks like he did get an additional yard and will have enough for the Arlington first down. Yeah, good, another great. I mean, that's the thing. I think defenses maybe aren't aware of how quick this hits. That split back, it's straight ahead. That running back's hitting that, hitting that C gap right up the guard and tackles butt, and he's going as hard as he can. And sometimes you don't have a chance to react, and Arlington's hitting you. So sometimes it takes a quarter or two to really adjust to this Arlington offense. It's such a unique offense these days for it being such an old offense at the same time. First and 10 for Arlington from their own 24-yard line with 2.25 to go in this first quarter. They hand it to Cavani. Not too much doing. He'll get out to the 27, pick up three. Yeah, good hard running there by Cavani. Up and down. I'd like to see him get his shoulders down a little bit. They stood him up that time. He did a good job of hanging on to the football, but I'm sure Patrick has got a little bit of focus here on making sure Cavani's accounted for here after the first two plays of the game. Under now two minutes to go. First corner of action, 7-0 advantage for Arlington over Patrick Henry. Week two of the postseason here. BBC Football Classic, it's 96-7. 
See Haycock go under center for second down and six. They'll pitch it. Cavani right side, and he's going to be unable to get away from the Patrick Henry defense as about three defenders will bring him down for a loss. Yeah, I also just tried that little toss toss to the outside to get that some credit to Patrick Henry. They, no, they were not fooled for a second. They tried to pull that tackle, and they just filled right in that gap. Two or three of them in there. Now it's a third and long. Arlington doesn't really particularly want to be in too many third and longs here. Third and ten. This is where Patrick Henry, you know, we can try to look to him and make a play here, but Arlington went away from that dive option. I think maybe they could have just kept running that, but it's one of those things. You try to get it to the outside and live with the results. 112 left to go. First quarter. Arlington the 7 0 lead, but with the ball pretty deep in their own territory at their own 24. They'll hand it off up the middle for Cavani. Get some of those yards they lost back, but we'll bring up a fourth down. Yeah, just try to spread them out there, try to run the trap up the middle here, see if they can get something going. But great, great defense there by Patrick. Good stand. This is where maybe the wind could be a factor if that wind is really blowing like I think it is. I mean, Arlington's punting at least with the wind here with only is that 40 seconds left. So it's, I guess if you got to punt, it's a good time to punt again with the wind, I guess, Lance. So we'll see them go back for the punt on the Arlington side. No Mason Cavani back there to punt it. He did hurt his knee up, so maybe they just put a different punter in. Wouldn't think they'd be fun. So that will be booted away. Looks like that was Brady Griggs back there on the punt. Will be returnable from the 30 for Patrick Henry as they'll get shoved out of bounds. We'll see a flag come in near the end of that run as he was shoved out at about the 41. Oh, was it? I didn't see the flag. Good, good eye by you. I was watching the back judge, but yeah. Was it sign line warning? I believe so. Okay, I was trying to look. So I think it's just a warning. No, nothing really happens that first time. But good field position for Patrick in here, taking over at 41 for two. Oh, way off. <laughs> So, no, it was not a sideline warning. <laughs> I didn't even see the this, flag, Lance. This, this is why you get paid the big is, bucks. This is why we wait when we can hear the official call. That's why we wait for the official call before we make a declaration or statement. All right, all right, Lance, you're right. But, uh, yeah, well, we're not, to, to our credit, we're not used to hearing, That's being true. able to hear that this. Right. It is that very is nice right. to that hear that. Right. It does help us call it on the radio here. First and Santa for Patrick Henry, they'll hand it off over the lay handoff for Miranda's he's able to almost pick up the first down as he's stopped at the 40 just shy of that first down marker but that'll do it here for the first quarter of action from Patrick Henry Arlington the seven nothing lead through one quarter of action we'll step aside for a quick time I'll come back for the start of the second quarter you're listening to BBC playoff football and Alaska 96.7 WBBI Great news, Fostoria. The new watershed near the corner of 4th and Finley Streets is now open. This watershed offers another convenient location in the southwest corner of town to purchase pure water. You can also use the watershed off of Plaza Drive. Both watersheds are open 24-7 every day of the year. So grab your quarters and your containers and head to the closest watershed near you. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. 
Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. Heck, we are here from Patrick Henry. You're excited for today's action. BBC Football Classic. It's 96-7 WBBI as we're ready to start action here in this second quarter. And we see a handoff to Houston Miranda. This time going to be held back. He, if anything, got back to the line of scrimmage. Going to ring up a third down and short now for Patrick Henry, Jimmy. Yeah, the, the D-line for Arnold is getting in there, but sometimes they're outrunning themselves. Like when you're coaching D-line, you don't want to get up the field too far. You want to get a yard or two and really find, keep your shoulders square and try to find the running back. And that time they did a good job on the play before. They had a chance to stop for a short loss, and he broke right through for three or four yards. So big third down. Third down and one for Patrick Henry. They again hand it. This time Miranda able to break through the defense as he has some room to work with. He'll get into Arlington territory before he's going to be brought down by Max Jolliffe at about the 37-yard line. A big run for the PH first down. Yeah, just a uh, counter. They're pulling their line. They pulled two line and around, and there was no one there for Arlington. They got so many. They got five or six guys with their hands in the dirt. There's not that many linebackers or safeties there. Once he got the open field, I thought he had a chance to take it to the house, but good job by Max Jolliver running him down there to, to save a touchdown. Be first and ten for Patrick Henry now in Arlington territory at the 36-yard line. He hand it to Miranda. A little dive as he has again some room to work with. He'll be caught from behind after picking up about 15 yards. And oh, Arlington somehow got the football off the end of that one. Miranda must have just fumbled right before he hit the ground. Arlington able to scoop it up. Yeah, Freisner came around and punched it out. Old Peanut Tillman style there, knocked it out. I didn't know if he was down or not. That ref had a great view of it, just popped right out, and they jumped right on it. Arlington football. I was just about ready to say, man, I'm impressed with Miranda. He's a hard runner. Once he gets going, when they gave him a crease, I was about ready to compliment him. How good he, he's still a heck of a runner. But I was going to say, he still did have a couple good runs, yeah, but he was didn't, good didn't finish off the, the ladder of them. I just love his patience. He's got great patience there, and, and he's got great acceleration. He's a nice running back. I can see why he has 1,200 yards and 22 touchdowns. But uh, just, you know, those happen. When you, when, you have, when you have your hands on the ball, you're going to make some turnovers from here and there. First and 10 for Arlington from their own 16-yard line. They hand it to Cavani on the dive option. He'll get out to the 21, picking up five. Yeah, I would expect Arlington to keep running that dive here on this, this series and see if they can get something going and just do it left and right and, and let, let Haycock make those reads. Decide they haven't pulled it out of the dive back's stomach yet and, and gone for the pitch. That would be something that, you know, that's about all the trickery Arlington really needs to do on this offense. Second down and five coming up for Arlington from their own 21-yard line. 10-25 left to go first half of action. Arlington, the 7-0 lead. They get the football back after a fumble by Patrick Henry. They hand it this time to Russell on the dive. Looks like he's right around the first down marker. I believe he has enough, and yes, he does for the Arlington first down. Yeah, it just seems like anytime they want to run that dive, they're able to get four or five yards. You know, it's as long as they can not not have any uh, penalties or anything. It seems like Arlington should be able to do that consistently for three or three or four downs to get a first down. But you know, Patrick Henry's feeling them out still, like I said, and it's one of those things you got to figure that offense out. You know, you got to figure out how they're attacking you. 
First and 10 for Arlington from their own 26-yard line. Haycock goes under center. Now he'll call a bit of an audible before he gets back under center. He'll again try to, can't tell if he actually pitched that or not. PH saying they got the football. They will not get to the football, but will be able to hold Arlington to no game that time. Yeah, Patrick Henry was all over that. It looked like Haycock tried to make a check at the line. It looked like the left, left side was the side he needed to go to, but he went to the right side. And Patrick Henry was all over there, three or four guys in that dive. Haycock tried to put it in Cavney's belly and then pulled it out. Luckily, hang on to that football, like you said, because they were there all over that right away. Credit to him for hanging on to it. Second down and 11 for Arlington from their own 25-yard line. Receiver out right side, couple backs in the backfield behind Haycock under center. So hand it to Cavney on the dive once again. Not a whole lot doing. He'll pick up about two, but still brings up a third and fairly long. Yeah, Patrick Henry's all over that. They got to make sure. I also got to make sure they're running that that dive option both sides. I mean, I know it's the short side, but I think they really have to run it away away from the field here because that seems where the gap is. So I look for them maybe run a screen here, or you know, you know they always got that pop pass to um, to Mexico as well. But I look for them to maybe run a screen or something something like that. Or nine for Arlington from their own 27-yard line. Haycock under center. He'll run the option. He'll pitch it. Russell far side. He's got some room to work with. He'll be brought down a little shy of the first down marker. He's going to get out to looks like about the 39. It was a good pickup there of, of you know seven eight yards, but just not enough. And it's, I don't think it's a situation you really want to go for it if you're Arlington on your own 30. What is it? 34. But it is manageable. It's fourth and three, but I would expect them to punt the ball here. It appears that is what Arlington will do as we're down to now 7.55 left to go first half. Arlington the 7-0 lead. Griggs will punt that one away as we'll see them wisely run away from it after Patrick Henry was briefly thinking about returning that one as they get out to, looks like it was all the way back to the 25, so good punt that time for Arlington, although the one negative is unable to capitalize after getting another uh, turnover on the PH side. Yeah, like I said, both teams are really, it's like a boxing match. I've heard, I've heard Matt say that a couple times a year, broadcast. you're feeling each other out, and it's like, it's a, you know, Arlington, they're taking what they got. They, they got. they came out and landed the first punch. They, they Now you're just kind of holding serve here, and you're going to see how it goes here. There's only seven minutes. This, this half's going quick. Both teams are running it. A good punt by Griggs. A little field position battle. Um, here in D7 football. That's just kind of how it works here. <laughs> you know, you just. First and 10 for Patrick Henry from their own 25. They'll fake the give. Kreiger dropping back, looking across the middle to throw. Incomplete as he just threw that a little bit behind Landon Johnson. That's a, that's a nice throw. I mean, I know we've talked about Kreiger being the backup quarterback here, but he really can throw the ball. <laughs> there was questions about that for either of us coming in. That's a nice throw. That's probably a 40-yard pass in the air over the middle. Just overthrew him just a touch. I wonder if Wynn plays a factor on that a little bit or maybe, you know, some actually is an issue with him. But uh, really a good ball. Looked like a good one just a little bit behind him. Brings up second down and 10 for Patrick Henry. 7.34 left to go. First half, Arlington the lead over Patrick Henry. But Patrick Henry does have the ball to be second and 10 from their own 25. So look to throw near side. That'll be hauled in by Johnson. Gets away from one line of defense. Now he'll be caught right before he got to midfield as he'll be brought down by Brady Griggs, but not before a big pitching catch that time for Landon Johnson. 
Yeah, great throw by Craig that time. The, they had a trips receivers out to the far side of the field through a long five and out. Did a great block now on the edge. I think that's just a set play. It's almost like a screen on the outside there because both other receivers were blocking. Did a good job, but uh, great pickup by Patrick Henry. Bring up first and 10 from the 48 for Patrick Henry. Still on their side of midfield with 7.25 left to go in the first half of action. See receivers out to each side. They'll fake the sweep and they'll end up handing it off to Miranda. Going to get into Arlington territory. Still on his feet. Finally going to be brought down by a couple Red Devils on the far side of the field as he got to the 44. Good hard running. That's by Miranda. We can, we can compliment him again here, Lance, because he is running that ball hard. Looked like he was down right at the point of contact at the yard line of scrimmage, but he just kept whirling around. He took one of the Arlington guys for a ride there for about four or five yards. Brings up second and two for Patrick Henry from the Arlington 44 with 6.52 left to go. First half of action, Arlington, the 7-0 lead, but Patrick Henry now into Arlington territory. Gregor hands it to Miranda on a dive once again. This time, the Arlington D ready for it. They'll stop him for no gain. Yeah, great job up front. There's two or three Arlington guys right up the middle. They tried to just run a little dive up the middle, but nothing nothing to it. He might have lost the yard there, Lance. I don't know. Just gaining none. Good mark. Brings up third and two for Patrick Henry with 6.23 to go. First half of action. Arlington the lead on Patrick Henry. We'll see what Patrick Henry elects to do after trying to run a dive on the second and short. Now it's third and two. Sometimes it's been kind of when they've leaned on the quarterback runs as well as a couple end arounds as well. Kreiner in the gun. It will be a quarterback keeper by design as he'll try and lower his shoulder, get a couple extra yards and do just that as he gets out to the 38, picks up six. Yep, good, good just power football there. Just got to lead with it with the quarterback there. He just, Miranda would lead back in there and just got it easily. No one touched him until the, the second line there with linebackers, but he did secure the first down. Good drive here with Patrick Henry. They really got to get some points here, it feels like. Um, this this first half winding down. I going to say this is now probably this is the second longer drive they've had of the game, but still are still looking for their first points of this one. First and center from the 38 for Patrick Henry in Arlington Territory. Riker going to drop back, look to throw. He's looking near side for Johnson, and Johnson hauls it in, but... As he, right as he was going out of bounds, so just a touch of an overthrow. You could call it that time from Krieger as it falls incomplete. Yeah, he needed about five more yards on that sideline. It was a good throw. The receiver came down with it, but he was out of bounds. I really like the balance of this Patrick Henry offense. They've done a good job of mixing up that run and pass. Coming in, I thought they were going to be more, mainly a run team. They really have proven they'll throw it. They're probably throwing it as many times as they've run it tonight. Their offense has been really been moving the ball. for but Just nothing to show for with those two turnovers. Second down and 10 coming up for Patrick Henry from the Arlington 38 with 5.29 left to go here in this first half of action here from Patrick Henry. Two receivers right, one to the left. The keeper by design for Krieger as he tries to follow his block. He'll do just that. He'll try and dive forward. Looks like he's just shy of a first down. Brings up a third and one. Yeah, just another power football there. Look at quarterback leader, quarterback ISO there to the right side. And just good hard running. He really runs the ball too. Craiger runs it really hard for a quarterback. And like I said, he's a slash running back receiver, but he, he's a real nice runner as well. So like I said, this Patrick Henry offense has really controlled really controlled this half with nothing to show for it. You know, I don't got two big, uh, one big play really. And, and that's the difference in this game. Third and one for Patrick Henry. Two receivers left, one to the right. Craiger in the gun. He'll... Look to throw. 
quick hitter will be caught by Johnson as he'll get out to just shy of the 25. And actually, they're going to say incomplete, and that'll bring up a fourth down. Yeah, it was, it was a good hit by the Arlington DB. I couldn't see what number it was. Came in and knocked it out. It might have been Brady Griggs that came up and hit him. Just a little five-yard hitch, but as soon as he hit his hands, the DB for Arlington was all over it, and it fell right down. It did look like he caught it. It like he came and brought it right in, but... And that's a good time to throw there. It's like it's it's got to be fourth and a foot. I was gonna say it's, <laughs> not, a four, it's not even a yard. Technically, I was gonna say fourth and one, but it doesn't look like a full yard to gain. It'll be fourth and one, two receivers right, one to left. Keeper by design for Krieger. He'll plunge forward, gets a first down and more, and he will get into the end zone for the Patrick Henry touchdown with 4:34 to go in this first half. Yeah, that kind of happens sometimes when you're on fourth and short. You're sending everybody. You're trying to you're trying to make a play, get in the backfield, and there's just no deep safety for Arlington here. They got everybody on that quarterback lead and just busted right through. There's no one there. Brady Griggs was trying to rip that ball out there at the five-yard line. He just drug him into the end zone for a touchdown. As that's uh, one thing we will see on the Patrick Henry side. Don't believe they have uh, what they'd call a true kicker. So they're going to be uh, going for two uh, every time. I didn't know that. Well, that's interesting. That makes these, these uh, really valuable. Krieger in the gun. He'll hand it to Miranda as he tries to hesitate and get in. I think Arlington got there right before he had a chance to break the plane. Yes, he did. So I don't allow Arlington to maintain a one-point lead, but now we're going to have some flags come in at the end of the play. Someone must have been uh, saying some no-no words by the guess. I was going to say, I don't see anybody get hit or anything afterwards. I was thinking, Lance, you took the words out of my mouth. I was like, I didn't see anyone fall down. No one get hit at the end. But it was well, a little rough. There is one of the Patrick Henry linemen kind of, I'll say, violently took his helmet off. So that could tell me that it's on Patrick Henry. That is exactly what they'll call. So it will be a personal foul against Patrick Henry. It'll be enforced on the kickoff since the two-point conversion was no good anyway. Yeah, it was a little, like I said, it was a little rugby scrum there. It looked like he almost had it. And then the Arlington defense started a, a big pile here and started moving back, and they blew, blew it dead. And then must have been something there. Like you said, there might have been some words going. This is, this is big for Arlington. It feels like their defense has been on the field a lot here. Even if they've made those turnovers here, it feels like, you know, if they can get something going here and get some points here going before halftime, they actually do have a field goal kicker, maybe get into some field goal This a 15-yard penalty here on the kickoff, too. So they're kicking off from the, what, the 25 here as well, or 20. So uh, Well, they would move up. Or they would move, yeah, they, yeah. they would move back, right? Yeah, so they're going to kick off from so the So Arlington 20. moves up. Yeah, so that the Patch Henry is going to kick off from the 25 here. So should give Arlington a chance to have some good field position with only 434 left in well, the half. And because of the fact they don't have a great kicker, they don't go for PATs, you imagine their kickoff kicker is not the best kicker either because, I mean, Cavani's deep and he's at the 43-yard line. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. I hadn't really thought about that part, Lance. But, yeah, this is a good opportunity for Arlington to gain some momentum. They've lost it here. Um, it feels like everything's going Patch Henry's way this after that first possession for Arlington, and they really need to capture some momentum heading into halftime. So it looks like Thomas Smith will do the kicking honors for Patrick Henry. They kick it right to Cavani. He has it at the 40-yard line. He'll try and get what he can out of it. He gets into PH territory. He's still up and moving, and he'll be drugged down at the 35-yard line. So... Regard between the penalty and just not having the greatest kicking unit on the 
PH side. Now you have Arlington going to start in Patrick Henry territory at the 35. Yeah, that, I mean, if I'm, if I'm sure Patrick Henry coaches have is not saying kick the ball to Aiden Cavani either, but if I look back there, I'll try to make sure I don't kick it to the guy, um, kick it to number 21. I'm sure that'll be something he makes a point of emphasis at halftime. But uh, regardless, Arlington ball at the 36, it's great field position for them. They really got to get something going. They really have not got anything going after that first possession. And it wasn't even that they got a whole lot going. It was just the one Cavani run. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to throw the ball here early on first or second down. First and 10. We'll see Hancock go under center. They will go for the pop pass. Metzger open. He'll bring it in. He's still on his feet. Can he be caught from behind? He loses the ball. But Arlington, I think, got back on top of it. And it looks like he did. So crisis averted for Arlington is, yes, they did get back on top of it. And they will get inside the 10. And. Almost like you're, uh, almost like Coach McGrain's one of your best friends. You were right in his head that time. I, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I'm open for hire if anyone wants to hire me for a defensive coordinator. I'm coming up for these Arlington games. No, I mean that's great. It's really, it doesn't take that much to see. You can see out there, Lance Patrick Henry, to stop this dive option. You got to commit people to the line of scrimmage. They don't have anybody deeper than like four yards right there. They fake that ISO, hit hit Mexico on that pop pass. It's a play that's been successful all the games we've done them. No team has figured out a way to stop it. Um, I mean, Mexico did a great job running that. Petrini popped it out, but the receiver for Arlington jumped right on it. There was a bottom chance for Petrini to make a huge play there, but credit to the Arlington receiver. I could not tell which number it was, whether it was Jolliffe or whoever jumped on it, or Roush. It might have been Roush. So now it'll be first and goal from the six for Arlington. Still pitch it. Cavani left side. He'll look for a hole. Cuts it back inside. Does he get in? Yes, he does. Aiden Cavani, second touchdown of the game for Arlington. They'll add on to the lead. I mean, that's the adjustment that Arlington has made here. They, they tried the dive option, the dive. Credit to Patrick Henry. They have done a great job of closing that gap down and doing it. So Arlington went to the speed option. They just get that lead halfback out there to block for him. Looks like maybe some of Arlington's cramping up here. I know it's Cavani down. So I don't know if he's cramping, but it's not good if Cavani's down. They need him in this game. I don't didn't see. He did a good job. Cavani did a good job. I thought he was going to race to the pylon. Did a good job of cutting it up and getting those extra four yards and getting that touchdown. Um... Cavani's down. Aiden Cavani is down. So we're kind of holding our breaths here after uh, a few weeks ago when uh, the Arlington fans seen him go down against McComb. So hopefully he's all right. He's he's moving around. We'll see. Um, well, and here's he here's now a good time to talk about it, even though it's not doesn't appear to be directly related to what's going on currently. He's got a different helmet on, and it's the same helmet. I don't know if there's a specific name for it. You might know. But it's the same helmet. If you kind of watch NFL training camp, it has the extra foam on it, which doesn't look sexy, quote-unquote, but does appear to be a better helmet and appear to help prevent further concussions, which is what Aiden suffered about a month ago in that Macomb game. And that is, you know, just something to keep note of. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you almost think the way football's going these days, everyone's going to be in one of those little ones. It's just that it's a soft, um, spongy material on the outside of the helmet. Still a black helmet, but yeah, he's he's in where it looks like maybe he just cramped up, is being my guess, but I don't know. Like I said, he is walking over off on his own power, so I don't think it's head related, and um, we'll see if he can bounce back from that and, and come back in next time off. He's not playing defense tonight, but I was I was thinking if you're an Arlington fan, you really want to see Arlington turn up those four minutes uh, before halftime and maybe get they a touchdown, took, uh, and they took about 34 took seconds. About 34 seconds. <laughs> exactly I don't know what the right. exact the time was, but I was thinking, man, it'd be nice if Arlington could drive down there and. And, and score before halftime, that would be something really nice for Arlington fans to see going into um, halftime up by, you know, six, eight points, whatever one it is. Harmon back for the PAT. 
And it is up and through, makes it 14 to six. Arlington with the lead here with four minutes left to go in this first half of action. We'll again keep it here, Classic Hits 96.7, WBVI online through WBVI.com. Let's take a look at some scores from around the areas. We're getting a lot of action on our scoreboard. You can, of course, find it on both WFOB and WBVI. .com, a game we're watching for more reasons than one. Hopewell Loudon, a 13-3 lead over Pandora Gibbo. I say more reasons than one because the winner of this game here between Arlington and Patrick Henry will play either Hopewell Loudon or Pandora Gibbo a week from tonight. Macomb up big on Eden at 28-0. Who would have thought that uh, essentially losing to Liberty Benton was going to be as advantageous as it was for Macomb because that has led to some... Uh, I'll, I'll say uh, a little easier matchups for them in this uh, tough Division 7 Region 26. That's a good point. I had not thought about that, but you are exactly right. You never know how those things are going to shake out when you're letting 16 teams in. I mean, you think about it. If they beat Liberty Benson, they're either the top seed, which they would have played Montpelier, or they're the two seed. They would have had to play Crestview, a team they beat earlier, but a team that, as we know, pulled off a big upset of their own beating Calvary. Formidable opponent, yes. Considering, yeah, it's a good point. We're just about ready to go for the Harold Florian Funeral home kick. As it'll be a squib type kick, and we'll see Patrick Henry just hop on top of it at the 36 yard line. So we'll see the Patrick Henry offense get back onto the field. 14 6 your score. Arlington with the lead, thanks in part to a couple help from some penalties, a couple big plays, including the little pop pass to. Metzger that almost was bad because he fumbled right near the end of the run, but Arlington able to get back on top of it and then score shortly after that. But time of possession has definitely been on Patrick Henry's side as they'll start first and 10 from their own 38-yard line. Two receivers left, one to the right. Krieger dropping back, looking to throw, has a little bit of time, has a man wide open across the middle of the field in Thomas Smith. He's still on his feet, goes through a defender, finally brought down at about the 38-yard line. So that's a Little another big pitch and catch for Patrick Henry as they'll get into Arlington territory. Yeah, great, great throw and catch there. They, they went they, two by two receivers. The one, the inside receiver went out and the outside went in. It just confused the DBs for Arlington. I don't know if they're switching them off, but they're all, if you notice, the Arlington DBs are all on the same level. A lot of times when you coach defense, you want one at five yards, one at 10, but the, it makes it hard to switch people off and then stay with a man to man as well. So good job by Patrick Henry pushing the ball down the field. First and 10 would be a keeper by design for Krieger as he briefly spins away from one defender. He'll be brought down by Russell and company. So pick up about four. Yeah, good hard run by Krieger. They're just get right up in there, get, get four or five yards. I mean, this is the kind of the situation I was thinking Arlington was going to be in. They're going to want to push the ball down here, get a chance to tie this game going into halftime. They don't want to give the ball back to Red Devils either. So they want to churn up this three minutes. But sometimes you mess around with it and you're in a hurry. You know, if you, if you try to take up this time. So it'd be interesting to see how uh, Patrick handles his clock. 2.55 left to go, 14-6 to six the score. Arlington the lead on Patrick Henry, but Patrick Henry with the ball in Arlington territory. Second out and six from the 33. They'll go trips left side with the bunch. It'll be a handoff, or a keeper rather, from Krieger as he'll get away from one defender. Finally brought down after picking up a first down. He'll get out to about the 22. Yeah, they did that bunch trip set to the left side. It seemed like Arlington knew what they were going to do. That as that Freising route there was right there at the point of attack for a loss of three. McGregor just ran right through him and the next Arlington defender to, to boot. So really picking up like 10 or 12 yards there, it's really just all him. Um, it was Arlington guys were there. He just ran right through him. Good hard running. 
First and 10 for Patrick Henry from the Arlington 22 with 20 point with two 20 left to go. If I can spit that out so with now Patrick Henry deeper in Arlington territory, they hand it to Miranda as he's able to stay on his feet for a little bit, keep the feet chopping, but only able to pick up two. Yeah, credit up front there from Arlington. They did a good job of, he, I couldn't tell where the hole was there. <laughs> where Miranda was, but he got a couple yards for a play that didn't look like it was going nowhere. At least he got a couple yards here to, to um, get to a second and eight. Under two minutes now to go in this first half of action. 14 to six, the score. Arlington, the advantage over Patrick Henry. Patrick Henry, though, is nearing the red zone as it's second down and eight from the 20. Still go the bunch formation now with the receivers on the right side. Now they'll send a man in motion. They'll hand it to him on the jet sweep. That's Johnson on the keeper. As he'll get to the edge, but not too much further. He'll get out to, looks like about the 18, pick up two. Yeah, a little jet sweep. We haven't seen that from Patrick Henry tonight. That was a good job by Luke Metzger that time of running it down at the linebacker position. Almost like maybe it was a horse collar there, but he grabbed him from behind. He almost can't do that anymore, but he got away with it there. Got his arms around for a tackle there, and Brady Griggs was in on it as well. Big third and five coming up there for Patrick Henry. So we'll get under a minute now to go in this first half. It's third and five. Ball though at the 17 yard line, so still not exactly right in front of the in front of the end zone. Yeah, like I said, with no kicker here, I'd like to see a little more urgency from Patch Henry. So they'll fake the give. They'll look to throw. Krieger gonna tuck it and run. He's gonna get some yards. He might pick up the first down. He's right around the marker. We'll have to. See what kind of spot he gives. Looks like they are going to give him the first down as it's down down to 39 seconds left to go. And yeah, like like you said about the urgency, got 39 seconds. Arlington used a timeout, but that was in the first quarter. Nobody's used any timeouts as of late. Yeah, it's one of those things. As of course, it goes, as I say a, that now, they will call, say, it's call a fine the first line. Timeout. You want to you want to get that clock down, but then you start looking down. It's like I was looking just right before you said that. I was like, oh shoot, we're under a minute here, and they're and they have no kicker, so it's like it's not like they have a chance to kick a field goal here. This is a touchdown or bust, unless they really just wanted to go for two earlier. But you said maybe the kicking is isn't something their their forte here. But I mean, they're they're fine time wise with 39 seconds at the 12 yard line, but it just feels like they can't really mess around. Can't get in the huddle every time. Patrick Henry still has two timeouts. You're saying then or one? Yep, they just used their first uh, of the three. We saw Coach McGrain used one uh, on the third down situation on okay. defense on that first quarter. So we've only had two timeouts so far between both teams. Okay, so they're in a, they're in a good spot. So after any play, any completed pass or, or run, so they can, they have their full playbook here. They can do whatever they need to, but they're definitely going to need to call a timeout after that for sure here because it's a first down on the 12. They can still get a first down as well to the two-yard line, but I don't know if that will be an effect here with the clock up against them. First and send for Patrick Henry from the Arlington 12 with 39 seconds left to go in the half. Bit of a high snap. They'll hand it to Miranda. He'll go up the middle. Does get a nice chunk of yards. He'll get out. Looks like about the nine-yard line is now they'll, I think, use their second timeout, it appears. And, yes, they will as we're down now to 29 seconds, 14 to 6 your score. Arlington the lead, but Patrick Henry trying to add on to their score and potentially tie this one up before the half. I thought they might just let that clock run and have some confidence in their offense, but if you've noticed, Cracker has to run all the way over to get the play from the coach every single time, too. They're not running a new guy in on offense. That eats up about five or six seconds each each play as well. Um, but, I mean, the way they're moving the ball, I would expect them just to keep running the ball right in between the tackles. I don't think Arlington has any answer for it. So 
They're going to say they're down to the four-yard line, second and two. Still 29 seconds left to work with on the Patrick Henry side. Yeah, Miranda, I would expect a quarterback ISO here. Just just uh, put Miranda in there to lead, get 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 the people inside the box because Arlington's got that many people in there too. Let's match them up. Let's run it right, power football right at them, and uh, Arlington hasn't seemed to have an answer for that. Just about ready to go following the timeout. Second and two from the four for Patrick Henry. But two guys in the backfield with Krieger. He'll fake the give. He'll look to throw. He's got some room to work with as he'll try getting in. I believe he's in. Yes, he is in for the Patrick Henry touchdown with 22 seconds to go in the half. Yeah, it was a good hard run. Good hard run. Did a good job of taking on the contact. It was a good hit by the Arlington defender, but then um, he just reached over and got the touchdown. Once he had the contact, he reached both hands over for a touchdown. Now they got to go for two, which could be pivotal here with a two-point game. Well, and now after they, after the, you have the quarterback keeper on a, at least drawn up as a pass, we don't know how much they were looking for that actual pass, aside from just creating some separation, allowing Krieger to get into some space, you would now think they go probably back to a quarterback run because they tried the handoff the last time they went for the two-point conversion. They were very, very close to getting it, but they couldn't quite get over the line for Miranda. Of course, that's, that's just me. Just, just me taking a guess at that one. Yeah, I think it's a good guess for sure. Um, you know, when you only got to go three or four yards, you know, the, the defense commit, um, you know, it's, it's kind of boom or bust play here. So, I mean, you know, a lot of times coaches have a special play that they've worked on uh, that they think they can, you know, um, expose the other defense. And so maybe Patrick Henry has something that's a little bit creative here that we haven't seen. Maybe a play action, maybe a dump, maybe a Tebow pass that we've seen a few times this year. Maybe something over the middle on a, a little dump pass or something, but... Really, maybe sometimes um, I may just give it to Miranda and see if he can get three yards. Might be a good way to do it as well. Did see Patrick Henry take their final timeout before we go to this two-point conversion attempt as we'll have a current score of 14 to 12, 22 seconds remaining in the half. I think I got my hit my sideline reporter. I don't think it's good news for Cavani. I don't think that'll be the probably the rest you see of Cavani. So that's not great for Arlington. Someone else will have to step up here in the second half. Um, so um, we'll see how the morale is after uh, Cavani going out there. So uh, the second half, at least uh, the coaching staff has got time to adjust and get, get somebody in there that they want. Um, I don't think Cavani will play in the second half as well. If, uh, if I'm breaking news here, I'm not uh, if, any, if, if anybody would have information on the air <laughs> right now for this situation, it would be you. Tony Scheffler? What am I, why, am I, why is that name eluding me right now? I just Adam Scheffler? Adam Scheffler. Thank you. I just, <laughs> Didn't know, I didn't know if you were like going for like no, a joke I was, there. I was, or Jimmy Shepard. Arlington, Arlington took another timeout, so we still got some time before uh, the two-point conversion. Again, 22 seconds remain in this first half. Arlington trying to stop this two-point conversion attempt that would allow Patrick Henry to tie up this game. And like you said, Jimmy, I mean, if, if Aiden is unable to play, he's got both touchdowns. He has two of the three essentially big plays aside from the pop pass to Metzger. It'll be interesting to see what the Arlington offense can draw up if, in fact, that is the case. Yeah, you, you definitely think they'd have to rely on Haycock a little bit more and maybe try to pass a little bit more on those first second downs and see if they can get big plays that way because he did have that big kickoff return as well. That was the other big play 
in the big run earlier. But, um, I mean, the good news is Arlington's played without them and just not as well. <laughs> but they have opportunities this year in, in games without them, so they've, they've done it before. It's not it's a, a situation they've never been in, um, if you want to. So, you know, they, they have other kids that had to step up, and, you know, they'll probably rely on Russell a little bit more, and, and Haycock's going to have to make some more plays with his feet as well. Um, I did like the way they went to the speed option there late. That That's something they can work with as well. But uh, there isn't anyone that runs the ball as well as Aiden Cavani from the Red Devils. Um, that's for sure, and something he's proven all year. He just—he's one of the better running backs um, that I—that I've got a chance to see this year. And uh, it's unfortunate that he—he can, he can't participate in the second half. Doesn't appear. So now we are finally ready for the two-point conversion try for Patrick Henry. Tiger gonna look to throw a little goal line fade as it is swatted away and will fall incomplete as Jolliff was able to swat it away. But again, see a flag come in at the end of this one might be. Another personal foul against Patrick Henry, just based on the way that we saw Thomas Smith reacting to that. Yeah, they just tried the little fade to the corners. It's one of those plays you think is like really easy, and it's it's really not an easy pass and catch. It's, I know you it's, see him it's do easy it. when it works perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you got a perfect throw and you got a six-three receiver, you can and execute that. But actually, they're trying to pick on one of our the Arlington defensive backs. That's really one of the taller ones. Uh, Max Jolliffe is a taller one. DBs. As again, same situation, to different player. No good on the two-point conversion. And a unsportsmanlike conduct against uh, against Patrick Henry. They called it on Thomas Smith. And that's the thing. In high school, it's if you get two, you're done as well, correct? I would think so, yeah. But I don't know who's writing there. Obviously writing those down is a different number. It's a, di it's, number, it's a different so, player than yeah, the first so it's a different time. number. Yes, so it's not correct. like a sideline warning. But, hey, they're not backing him up, though. Oh, there they are. There now. <laughs> he sat the ball down, which was, I thought was weird. <laughs> I think just I, I think you just do that, and then it's like, okay, okay. and now we go back. Okay. <laughs> these, are, these refs are really explaining. They're really treating us like a, it's our first time. They're really they're taking care of us here on the radio, making sure we know exactly what's going on. And I appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Makes me jealous when we go to other games. We can't hear everything. So now we'll have Haycock back instead of Cavani along with Russell for Arlington as they are back now at the 38-yard line, about where they were the last time we were in this very same situation. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be on Russell and Haycock to make plays in the second half and see what, see what they can do. I mean, like I said, you never know here if they get a good kickoff return here. Maybe they can make something happen with these 22 seconds left. Jorge Delgado will be the one to do the kicking duties this time. Will be returnable for Haycock back at about the 36. He'll cut it right side, has some room to work with. Looks like he's going to get stopped just shy of midfield. We'll see if Arlington elects to try anything here with 15 seconds or just elects to go into the halftime with the two-point lead. Yeah, I would expect Arlington to just run the ball right up the middle or kneel it. Um, but uh, be happy to be up 14 to 12 and a, and a half that maybe they got outplayed a little bit here. Um, that's the, that's the bad news if you're an Arlington fan. You're thinking you're winning by 14, but uh, you know your best offensive players uh, probably out for the second half, which uh, are gonna need some. Like I said, yep, here's the kneel for Arlington. So they will kneel it down and put an end to this first half again. 14 to 12 will be your score, Arlington, with the two-point lead over Patrick Henry through one half of football. But like you said, Jimmy uh, Arlington. Allowed a lot of yards from Patrick Henry. They definitely won the time of possession battle, if nothing else, along with just general yardage. But 
if if in fact we do not have Aiden Cavani again, it's going to be tough sledding for Arlington even with the lead. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Who gets the ball here coming out? Arlington, Arlington does yep. get the ball to start the Arlington half. Arlington does get it. And like I said, in that two-point conversion, um, that could be something we look at at the end of this game too, Lance. Like I said, because Arlington's got a two-point lead. If they, they can somehow get another touchdown, and you can get it up to a two-possession game when they don't have a field goal kicker for Patrick Henry. So that's another thing to look to keep an eye on as well. But, uh, you know, a really good first half. I'm well played by both both teams. Uh, those, those penalties have come late on the two-point conversion. But other than that, it's been a pretty clean game. Um, with flags wise, but there's been some turnovers on both sides. But uh, or just on Patrick Henry's side, I don't think Arlington has. Yeah, our, our tra Patrick Henry has uh, a pair of fumbles. Well, Arlington did fumble, but they were able to pop yeah, back well, on top. There was an interception by Roush, and then the fumble recover. Um, I can't remember who fell on, but Miranda did fumble, and Arlington jumped on that one as well. So just two fumbles for them. That's more of a tribute to how, how well Patrick Henry really did play in that first half because they dominated the game, turned it over twice, and the one time they were almost in the, uh, to the red zone there and. Uh, turned it over as well, and they're still right in this game, only trailing by two at halftime. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick time. When we come back, we'll have our own and halftime report shortly after that, back to start the second half here. From Patrick Henry, Arlington, the 14-12 lead over Patrick Henry at the half. You're listening to BBC Football on Kowalski. It's 96.7 WBVI. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Football. Named best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in High School Football is presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Tonight in High School Football's Halftime Report. Lee Cochran has covered high school football for decades here in Ohio and we'll get his impressions of the playoff brackets moving forward. We'll chat with Lee next on the Ohio News Network. Betting happens as fast as sports and now every play is faster than ever before. You're on the edge of your seat until the moment when it's all on the line, which is why it's important to pause before you play. Sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be. So remember to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. 
That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters. with you every night through the long commuter fight and in the morning with your toast and mama lady oh who listens to radio no matter if it's summer winter spring or fall who listens to radio only 150 million 150 million people To learn how radio can reach your target market, call 419-435-1430. Are you looking for a fun part-time job? Well, then come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. You can be a part of our local sports coverage. We cover high school football and volleyball in the fall, boys and girls basketball in the winter, along with multiple college and professional sports teams all year long. To apply, send your resume to Lance at WFOB.com. That's L-A-N-C-E at WFOB.com. Come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Ohio needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. This is tonight in high school football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. Welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game broadcast. We're joined for a few minutes this evening by Lee Cochran, who has covered high school sports here in the Buckeye State for decades. And, you know, Lee, with week one of the playoffs now in the books, I know we've had this conversation in the past about the expanded playoffs. And while it makes more sense in the lower divisions, D1 is a different animal. I mean, we had four one-win teams get in. I know four teams seeded nine through 14 won last week in Division One, but is there a better way you'd like to see how the D1 playoffs are handled? Well, uh, Skip, you must be on my bugging my phone because I've been talking about this for a while. Uh, and and uh, good evening to you as well. But yeah, I, I I think what they could do is even go to 12 and give the top four teams a first round bye. And that way everything stays in the same sequence. Early on, I was like, keep it to, keep it to eight. And, you know, I, like I said, I can even go as far as, as 12 if necessary. But, yes, it's, it's not good to have Division I going 16. You know, the year before COVID, which was last year, in COVID year, if you remember, anybody that wanted to be in the playoffs could. And there were some teams, there were like 25 teams in some region. They had nice brackets for it and everything. In 2019, the last time they allowed eight teams from each region to go in, I believe there were zero teams with losing records in the playoffs. And I, I understand where Ohio High School is coming from, the Athletic Association is coming from, in that, you know, it's the only sport 
that they oversee that not everyone gets a chance to postseason. And they looked at that as something to make it better. I, I, that's what made football special. You had to earn it. Now, now I, I get some teams have taken advantage of that. You know, they, they've changed your scheduling because, in, especially in Division One, you win a game, you're likely in. <laughs> so you can make a tougher schedule. But, but yeah, I think the best thing to do would be to go in Division One to go to uh, 12 teams. If they won't go to eight, if they won't go back to eight, go to 12. Give the first four teams a first-round buy and then go on. Well, Lee, things really start to get interesting this week moving forward. When you look through these regions in all divisions, are there any that potentially stand out to you as must-see here in the next couple of weeks? Oh, I, I think right now that's uh, Division Three, Region 11. That that region is loaded. Uh, we've been pointing to that one from almost day one of the season. I mean, you've got Watterson, uh, London 11-0, and Granville 11-0, and heading into tonight. I mean, my goodness, the, you know, Bloom Carroll, the defending region champion. I mean, you've, you've got potentially some great regional semifinals if it's like Watterson and either Bloom or Jackson right. and London against Granville. I mean, that's that's just amazing. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, uh, Division 5, uh, Region 19 is, is, is a shade underneath. I love Harvest Prep. I love Harvest Prep. And uh, they could be playing uh, Ironton next week in a regional semifinal. So, I mean, there's, there's some... Uh, it's just going to get exciting. Well, Lee, my colleague on the Ohio State side, Jim Lachey, has been waving the flag for the MAC Conference over in Western Ohio for decades. How amazing is it to see the continued success by those teams here in the playoffs through the years? And, you know, this year looks to be no different. Oh, yeah, it's, it's no different. And uh, I think when it is different, it's going to be news. But, you know, like, you know, Marion Local, I mean, you know, number one seed in Region 28. I mean, uh, it, it's just it's just amazing how that entire area continues to be the best in the state. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I've read stories. You know, there's been USA they did a story on on it. You know, it's just it's just something amazing, and it's it continues. Most most things are you know are cyclical, and. This isn't. This is just good football all the time. He's covered high school sports here in Ohio for decades. Lee Cochran, we love talking high school football with you. Thanks, as always, for your time, okay? Pleasure's mine, Skip. And as we get you set for the second half of your game, we'll be back to wrap up this week's edition of the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Football, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling, next on the Ohio News Network. Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Regina Rye from Aiken High School, for her commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. I love playing sport, especially like being with like people. It just feels so different. It's just so fun. I just love to be with my uh, teammates. Regina plays two sports in the fall, both cross country and soccer. She brought her passion for sports with her from her home country, Nepal. And she's also enjoyed her time in FFA. It was so cool that like students who came from like different schools. I think in agriculture, it's just all about like learning new things and meeting new people. She learned about the importance of farming from her grandmother back home. She loved gardening. She loved growing like vegetables and she loved planting flowers. So it was her who inspired me to be in involved in agriculture. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. 
The annual turtle race has been canceled. Oh, you're kidding. Sadly, the beloved mime convention will not be held this year. <laughs> oh, come on. Is your favorite event canceled? I'm just getting word that ballerina bunnies on ice is a no-go. No! We're not. Radio. It's on. For more information about what radio can do for you, call 419-435-1430. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the OHSAA, are the 339,000 high school sports students in Ohio. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. With more ways than ever to connect to news and entertainment, did you know that 90% of new car buyers want a tried and true AM FM radio option? That's because your local radio stations are reliable, trustworthy, and bring you a local connection that can't be replicated. Not to mention we are free, no subscription or cellular data required. More than 80 million Americans each month depend on AM for their news, weather, and entertainment. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. O-N-N. All right, thanks once again to Lee Cochran for joining us this evening. This is our final show of the season, so thank you for tuning in throughout the fall and to all of our great affiliates all across the great state of Ohio. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling from the Ohio News Network. Saturday morning, the doorbell rings, and like many Americans, I answer it. I open the door, and there's this guy dressed in a banana suit holding a flute. Why me? I say to myself, why do these people always pick me? Then the guy hands me his card, A1 Banana Control. He says, you've got a banana problem, and I'm the answer. And I'm thinking, hey, pal, I'm the answer. You're the problem when a real live banana drops out of the light fixture and lands on its feet. Four little feet and hightails it right out the door. They sense my presence, this guy says to me. Then he goes piping around the living room, scaring bananas literally out of every corner, opens up the piano, tra-la-la's it right up the stairs. The next thing I know, the banana man is being escorted down the stairs on the backs of hundreds of bananas. As they stampede by, he flips me the bill and yells back, remember, A1, we are bananas. Imagine that. You just did. You saw it on the radio. If you're an advertiser, this station and the Radio Advertising Bureau have news for you. Just call the station and say, I saw it on the radio. Have you noticed bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events? Some fans seem angry. They lack civility toward one another. Some even get aggressive and unruly. Time out! What is going on? This has to stop. Let's not forget, school sports aren't just about winning. 
and they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent. They're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy, so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at Interscholastic Athletic Events in Ohio. This message presented by the OHSAA and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Are you looking for a fun part-time job? Well, then come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. You can be a part of our local sports coverage. We cover high school football and volleyball in the fall, boys and girls basketball in the winter, along with multiple college and professional sports teams all year long. To apply, send your resume to Lance at WFOB.com. That's L-A-N-C-E at WFOB.com. Come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. Taking a quick look at sports, baseball is rocked by scandal as three All-Stars have tested positive for a new designer steroid that was previously undetectable. Rather than face suspension, all three plan to announce their retirements. No names have been officially released, but sources say they are outfielder Jeff. Please deposit 25 cents for the next three minutes. Radio, you shouldn't have to pay for it. This message brought to you by America's 13,000 local radio stations who believe some things were just meant to be free. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. Saying goodbye to summer is less sad when you realize your favorite fall flavors are here at Bigby Coffee. Celebrate the return of our sweet foam pumpkin cold brew, pumpkin spice latte, and our caramel apple cider. Pair these delicious fall sips with our maple waffle sandwich or pumpkin muffin. Available for a limited time at one of the two Bigby Coffee locations in Findlay, one on Trenton Avenue and one on Tiffin Avenue. Summer sale down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Findlay. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first year complimentary maintenance. A Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172 point inspection and seven year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. My name is Carrie Maligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. 
We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tippin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. My mom always said, if there's dust, then make the most of it. Learn the alphabet. Hi, this is Dawn from the Classic Hits Morning Show. Don't mind the dust at Morgan Advanced Materials because they're making some pretty cool stuff for some really cool markets. Morgan Advanced Materials makes products that go into space, into the semiconductor industry, and in wind turbines. Now that's pretty cool. Join their team. Apply at MorganAdvancedMaterials.com, where they're making this world a pretty cool place. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go. NWO. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria, Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Getting ready to start the second half of action from Patrick Henry. Your site for today's action, BBC Football, Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI Online through WBBI.com. 14-12, your score. Arlington, the two-point lead here through one half of football. They also will start the second half with the football. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon with you. Classic, it's 96.7 WBBI Online through WBBI.com. So 
Obviously, we still got to get through the kickoff and everything, Jimmy. But what do you uh, what do you plan or hope to see on the Arlington offense with the presumption we will not see no Aiden Cavani? Look, I did look for someone to step up in that other halfback position. I really look to see you know Russell and uh, Haycock really take on the, the, the running responsibilities without Cavani. Um, they have to control the ball. Like, like I know we talked about, Pat Kinner had a nice half to be trailing, uh, which is unfortunate. And that we, we got the stats here at halftime, and it really backed up everything we were thinking. It was 240 yards to uh, 114 for Arlington. So, I mean, really, without Cavani, it really puts them behind um, as well. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to see how they respond. You know, I mean, Arlington has been in the situation before. Like I said, I, I think they've had some games without Aiden Cavani, and, you know, hopefully that has got them prepared for this moment here. Um, they're facing here in the second half against Patrick Henry, a formidable opponent. Will be first and 10 for Arlington. It was an onside type kick, but was covered up by Arlington after it was deflected off of a player briefly before getting on top of it. So it'll be first and 10 from their own 36-yard line. We'll see receivers out to each side. Hancock will look to go under center, two backs behind him. So he'll hand it on the dive. Looks like that's Russell on the give that time. He'll pick up a yard or two. Yeah, so now Arlington's bringing in another receiver, if you've noticed here. So now they have two receivers here because Drew Mexer is going in at halfback. Um, so it takes away their other tight end. Both Mexers are the tight ends usually for Arlington. So um, now they're, they're spreading out Patrick Henry a little bit more. So maybe they'll try to use a little bit more of the passing game or, or try to run to the tight end side a little bit more. I mean, kind of makes it – they're way more balanced when they have two tight ends. It's harder to decide which way they're going to run. But we'll see what, what they got uh, up in store here in the second half. Second out of nine for Arlington as they'll run an option play, but Haycock going to be hit before he even would have had the opportunity to pitch that one on the far side to Metzger as he'll lose now a yard or two, make it third and long. Yeah, they ran that dive there with the spin out by the um, Haycock the first time. They're trying to set it up the second time, and Patcher did not fall for that. Nothing going there for Haycock there. Now a third and long for Arlington. It's not situations they like to be in. Um, when they, when they don't want to pass when the defense knows they're going to pass. They want to pass when the, um, the defense thinks they're going to run it. You know, it's kind of like I said, I'm going to go back to my old tech bull reference, okay? You always want to throw it or run it when the other team doesn't think you're going to, Lance. Okay? Six plays. Third and ten for Arlington. They'll look to throw Haycock looking and just barely will overthrow his receiver as he was looking for Cade Regal. Brings up fourth down. Yeah, I tried to hit Russell down the seam there out of the backfield, but Russell has a... I mean, like I said, I got some insight on the Arlington. He's got a like a partially dislocated left shoulder. He could not put up his left arm to catch that. It wasn't a bad throw by Hickok just at the outset's arms, but he's not able to really extend that arm over his head. He's just been battling it out the last half of the season. Um, but just a little mishap. He had him. He had him. Griggs will punt it away. It looks like it's going to go out of bounds before it could have possibly been Picked up by Patrick Henry. They'll have it back at about their own 26-yard line to start this one off. 10-27 remaining in the third quarter. Arlington, the two-point lead, 14-12. But now Patrick Henry will take over possession. Yeah, I mean, I like the way Brady... We usually like to talk about the special teams here, Lance. Brady, well, I, Griggs, I like to talk about Griggs, every aspect on the football field. Griggs has done a nice job. It's not this beautiful punt, but I like the way he's been angling it out of bounds and not giving him a chance to return it. I've been impressed. I mean, really, Arlington's got to come up with stops here. They really... Or if they can keep turning Patrick Henry over, but they really did not really stop Patrick Henry very much. They stopped themselves um, when it came to that in the first half. First and ten for Patrick Henry. They'll throw it near side. It's going to be hauled in by Landon Johnson. 
So he'll end up picking up, looks like about six yards. Yeah, that same little five and out, and that wide receiver, just the, the widest guy on that two receiver side just starts blocking right away. So they know it's like a screen all the way to the outside. Um, and done a good job of picking up five, six yards, but good first down play for Patrick Henry. Start the second half. Brings up second down and four for Patrick Henry from their own 32-yard line. So two receivers out to the right side. Running back now goes in motion now, so three receivers now right side. The quarterback keeper by design, not too much doing as he stopped pretty quickly that time. Isaiah Schwab first on the scene for Arlington. Yeah, not much going there, but he fell forward for a yard or two to put him in a nice and the third manageable here. Um, like I said, I really think this half is really going to come down if Arlington is going to be able to get some more stops. They got to stop on that first possession. Besides that, it's been the two turnovers that they've got. They haven't really stopped Patrick Henry at all since then. I mean, like I said, the time of possession and the yards has really you know, shows that as, as well. So they really got to figure something out, switch something up defensively, blitz some more, or do something to change it up. Third and two for Patrick Henry. They hand it off right side, getting away from one line of defense is going to be Houston Miranda. He is off to the races after breaking a couple of tackles. Touchdown. Patrick Henry with 8.55 to go in the third quarter. Yeah, Arlington had a, had a linebacker, had him right in the hole. He just broke right through. Good hard running by Miranda, just refusing to go down. And then it was just a foot race from there. I mean, with nobody deep, that so many people in the box. Once he got through that line of scrimmage, broke that tackle, there was no one there. Um, great running by Miranda. Real hard, hard-nosed run. So we'll again, of course, see. Patrick Henry go for a two-point conversion. 0 for 2 thus far, though, on their two-point conversions. Kreiger in the gun, a receiver out to each side. Keeper by design, left side. Does he get in? Yes, he does get in for the two-point conversion. Adds on to the Patrick Henry lead now, 20 to 14, with 8:55 to go in the third quarter. Yeah, that was, that was a good two-point conversion play there, Patrick, especially because it worked, but it just seemed like they didn't do anything too fancy there. They just ran the quarterback sneak to the outside, a um, little quarterback sweep, just got the three yards they needed to get that. That's a big two-point conversion to put them up six points. Um, but let's see if the Arlington offense could get anything going without Aiden Cavani. Um, they seem to not have much going. But, I mean, the Patrick Henry, they, they smell the blood. They're, they're, they're really pumped up. They've got the home, home field going here. they really got all the momentum here. Arlington really needs to respond. We'll see what Arlington will be able to do as they look to get the ball back here. 8.55 to go third quarter. And now trail Patrick Henry 20-14. to 14. That's more. Shumi Nixon with you. Classic Kids 96.7 WBBI online. Through WBBI.com. Like we said, Aiden Cavani likely done for the rest of the night after an injury in the second quarter. So you already don't have Cavani. You now have, you mentioned Caden Russell dealing with a little bit of a shoulder issue. So makes it obviously a little problematic when you're trying to throw the ball to him depending on the exact pass coming from Trenton Haycock and how well he's going to be able to haul it in. Obviously, Braden Agapio went down before this season with an ACL. Is there anybody healthy out there for Arlington at this point? Hey, wasn't I saying before the game that Arlington was getting healthy at the right times? I spoke way too quickly, huh, apparently? A little, yeah, low, I just, little bit. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to tell anybody about the Russell injury, but it just came up in the live action, so I, I give the people what they need to hear, you know? I'm a man of the people. Onside kick attempt for Patrick Henry will be hopped on by Arlington as they'll get it at the 41-yard line, so they will have some good field position to start this drive as they will look to rebound after going a three and out on the first drive of the half. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, the, the problem is, it doesn't seem like the Arlington defense is going to be able to stop. I mean, even if they had Cavian, it's going to be, they'd have to be in the score and a shootout here. They have not slowed down this Patrick Henry offense with Miranda. I mean, like I said, he's, he's, he's not shy of scoring touchdowns. That's what, 23, 24 touchdowns on the year. You know, he already has 130 yards here tonight, if not more. So, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's another battle, but they're back to the double tights here. Arlington is as well. First and 10 for Arlington. Haycock will look to throw. He's going to be stopped. We will see a flag come in at the end of the play, but did see Arlington lose about five on the sack, but again, we'll have to wait and see what the flag is. Does look like, though, it's going to be against Arlington, it appears. So we'll call holding against Arlington, drop them back a little more. Got the initial I, signal, but still waiting on the official official signal. So I think they de decline it. It to be second and 15. So yeah, I also tried to go play action that time on first down, which I don't hate it, but I didn't see anybody open and no one going down the field either. So I don't know if it was a busted play there or someone ran the wrong route, but I didn't didn't see anybody shooting down the field, which threw me off. Second down now and 16 for Arlington as they'll try to pitch it and it's going to be fumbled and Wallace, Patrick Henry look to go for a scoop and score. That is exactly what they will do and I believe that was Miranda on the fumble recovery for the touchdown as well for PH. Yeah, it's just one of those things, you know, you get this rapport. When you, when you run this dive option, you and the running back have to be so in sync when you're handing the ball, you're putting it in the belly because you don't know if he's going to give it or if he's going to pull it out. And it just seems to be a, a new running back, a new situation. Haycock had to pull it out, but credit to the defensive end for Patrick Kringer. He came barreling down, forced the issue, and knocked the ball right out of Haycock's hands. And then the scoop and score situation for Patrick Henry really to bust this game wide open for um, the Patriots. So we'll see them go for another two-point conversion try. Ryder will fake the give, rolls to his right, looks to throw, and will be hauled in in the end zone for the two-point conversion attempt as Trenton Johnson brought it in that time for PH. Yeah, just faked the play action, got, got the uh, receiver dragging all the way across the field. Great throw that time by Craig there for, for a backup quarterback. He sure doesn't look like a backup quarterback tonight. He's able to throw the ball, um, run the ball. He's, it's very impressive tonight. Looks like one of the best players on the field between him and Miranda just are hard to bring down and a real problem for this Red Devil defense. 836 remaining now in this third quarter as this one has entirely flipped now in favor of Patrick Henry, both in terms of actual points and just in terms of the momentum as well. Yeah, Aiden Kevney is one of the emotional leaders for the, the Red Devils as well. As you can see, it just feels like there's no energy out there right now for the Red Devils. and They need somebody to make a play. I mean, they're not... The Patrick Henry kickoff team is not giving them a chance. They're just kicking this thing 15 yards and saying you can have it at the 40. They're not giving them a chance to make a play on special teams after Aiden Cavi took that one back about 45, 50 yards. So they're, they're not messing around with it. They're just going to give Arlington the ball at the 40 and say, here you go, try to score from 60 yards. And uh, they haven't been able to do it here recently. Getting set for another Harold Florian at funeral home kickoff for Patrick Henry. It'll be Jorge Delgado to kick it away. I say away a little loosely. 
as it will be a squib kick and will initially get past Haycock. He'll bring it in at about the 16. He'll try and cut it back to the far side of the field. Runs into his own lineman, though, before he is brought down. He is able, though, to get it out to about the 26-yard line, so might have ended up running a little while longer for not as many yards, but we'll see what uh, Arlington is able to do as they try to get some offensive going now with 8-29 remaining here in the third quarter. Your score, 28-14, Arlington trailing Patrick Henry. Now you're just trying to see what Arlington is going to come out with, what formation, what they think they can do here. It seems like the, the, the dive option is just really not as good an option anymore for them. Um, no pun intended there. Without Aiden Cavani, I don't know what they're going to do offensively here to get things going. First and ten for Arlington as they will try and go with the dive, but will be blown dead right before the play was going to start. Still call a false start against Arlington. I think they said 22, but I don't think Arlington 23 has a 22. Drew Mexer is the, the, the halfback coming in for Aiden Cavani, so he must have jumped a little bit early there. I didn't see it. Uh, I thought maybe it was a delayed game, and I was thinking, how are they getting a delayed game on first time? But false start, they had a better view than me, and backing up Arlington, not exactly the start you need on it when you're running three or four yards in a cloud of dust here, this first of 15. First to 15 now from the 20 after the false start as they looked like Haycock, I think, kept it that time, but either way, going to be limited to no game. It's almost like Arlington's kind of worn down. All of a sudden, Patrick Henry's really moving the offensive alignment for Arlington backwards, and they have nowhere to go. It's almost like it doesn't matter who's going to run the ball for Arlington right now. There is nowhere to go up front. Patrick Henry's controlling the line of scrimmage. Well, that's what we saw, you know, right before we saw the fumble is just the Patrick Henry line was in there within a few seconds. Yeah, I, I know when you're, when you're running that dive option, you option some people, so you leave a, a guy or two on block and try to keep him confused, but <laughs> I think they're really uh, letting one or too many two guys get, get through there as well. Second on 15 now for Arlington. They'll play action fake. Haycock across the middle. And it'll be incomplete as he was looking across the middle of the field that time looking for Jolliffe. Yeah, they had the receiver dragging across the field. Looked like a good throw by Haycock right into Jolliffe's arms, but he missed it. He looked upset after that. Wanted to probably like to have back, but uh, would have been a nice pickup for Arlington of about 10 or 12 yards, but now looking at a third and 15. 7.39 remaining third quarter. Arlington trailing Patrick Henry 28-14. to 14. Third and 15 now back at their own 20-yard line for the Red Devils. We'll see Haycock go under center. Two backs behind him. He'll fake the give, will look to throw once again, has to try and escape the pocket, will be unable to do so. He's brought down for a sack and a loss, brings up a fourth and long. Yeah, it's one of those things, Arlington will run the ball, you know, they can control the clock, they can control the situation. Now they're throwing the ball, that's stopping the clock, it's creating so many more possessions in the second half at will, which doesn't seem like a very good thing for the Red Devils at this point, because they have shown no signs, zero signs of stopping this Patrick Henry offense. Now we'll see Arlington gets in to punt it away. As again, we'll see Griggs angle it near the side. Line goes out of bounds very briefly on the far side of the field, right around midfield. So that's where we'll see the Patrick Henry offense get it back on to the field. 6.57 left to go third quarter. Arlington trailing Patrick Henry 28-14. to 14, As we've seen 
a couple Patrick Henry scores, one on a big 60-yard one from Miranda, and then also a scoop and score that Patrick Henry was able to take to the house. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing too much fancy if I was Patrick Henry. I'd just keep running the ball, you know, with Miranda and, and Krager see if Arlington has any, any answers for him. First and 10 from the 48-yard line for Patrick Henry. Krager will look to throw, looking across the middle. That's going to be incomplete as it hits off the hands of Thomas Smith, brings up second and 10. As I say that, they throw right down the field, and it gets tipped to look at a chance for Arlington maybe to run underneath that, but... Um, just fell a little short there. Arlington couldn't get their hands on it. Would have been a huge play. That's the, that's the play that Arlington would need. They need something, a scoop and score, a pick six, or something to get themselves back in and get some energy going here. But uh, I mean, Patrick Henry's going to give them an opportunity. I know if I was coaching them, I'd just be running the ball right at the Red Devils. Second and ten for Patrick Henry from the Arlington 48-yard line. Cracker in the gun. He'll again drop back, look to throw, has some time, looking near side. That's going to be Hauled in right around the 42-yard line as that'll be brought in by Thomas Smith. Impressive throw from Krager there. There's a looks like a five or six-yard out to the far side of the field. He had to put a lot of zip on that, and he got it there. It was a, traveled a long way in the air. Impressive to get him to a third and three or third and four manageable here. Um, but uh, this game, I, mean, I know it's only two scores, Lance, but it sure feels out of out of out of place here. It doesn't seem like Arlen's going to be able to score three more times, let alone two more times to tie this game. Third and four for Patrick Henry. 6.46 left to go, third quarter. Two receivers right side, Kreiler in the gun. He'll hand it up the middle for Miranda. He'll again have a big head of steam, gets away from one defender, and will be brought down just shy of the 25. Out to the 26, picking up plenty for the Patrick Henry first down. Yeah, Miranda just seems to get stronger and stronger. That's what you want. That's what a good halfback does. He just keeps getting better and better as the game goes on. The more times you, you give him the ball, and like, like I said, that's the first time he got that that possession and did, did nice things with it. I look forward to him getting the ball again here um, as well on first down. First and 10 for Patrick Henry from the Arlington 28-yard line. With 6.20 left to go third quarter. Arlington trailing Patrick Henry 28-14. to Kreinler going to drop back, look to throw once again. He's looking for the heave. And I believe that is caught, but it looks like each player has possession. And typically they'll give it to the offense, and yes, they will give it to the offense for the touchdown. Yeah, Jolov wrestled with it for a long time. I thought he was going to come away with it for one second, but they both just rolled on top of each other back and forth, and the receiver came up with it for a touchdown. I know Ty usually goes to the offense as well, but he got behind Jolov, but the pass was just a touch short. Gave Joff a chance to catch up with it, and they both go up to get it, and great job by the um, Patrick Henry receiver to coming down with it. So we'll again see Patrick Henry try for a two-point conversion. Kreiger in the gun. He'll fake the give, take it right side, try and get in. I don't believe he's going to. He's still chopping his feet, trying to. Looks like he'll be just shy and not be able to complete the two-point conversion. We'll keep the score 34-14. to Patrick Henry with the lead on Arlington. We'll go ahead and subside for a quick timeout. You're listening to BBC Playoff Football on Classic 96.7 WPVI. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? 
Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. The Northwestern Water and Sewer District now has two watersheds in Fostoria to get pure water at a low price. Watersheds are located off of Plaza Drive on the north end of town and our newest location near 4th and Finley Streets. If you don't like the taste of well water, try watershed water. Just bring your own containers and fill up for a quarter a gallon. Try watershed water today. For all locations, go to nwwsd.org. 6.06 remaining in the third quarter. All Patrick Henry here in the second half. They now lead Arlington 34 to 14. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon with you. Classic, it's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com as they'll try another onside type kick. Brady Griggs will bring it in, just go down to a knee. We'll see Arlington start with the ball at the 40-yard line. Again, Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon with you. Classic, it's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And I mean, you mentioned it on that last drive, Jimmy, and talking a little bit about it as we went to break, but... You know, Arlington they did some good things in the first half, you know, again, mostly when Cavani was on the field, but just nothing seems to be going their way now. Yeah, like I said, I was, wouldn't be surprised to come out shotgun here and, in the, in the, you know, maybe the pistol side. I know that's a, a formation they have, but they're still under center with the splitbacks. So they end up keeping it, does Haycock, and appears to be the wrong decision as he'll be brought down for a big loss. Yeah, looks like he should have given that one to Russell that time. It's... It's one of those things. You know, one of your playmakers is out. So now Haycock's feeling a little bit more pressure as a, as a sophomore quarterback. You know, he's thinking he's got to make some plays. You know, I'm sure the coach is saying, you've got to step up. You need to help him make some plays. And he's trying to. And sometimes those plays have been big plays for Patrick Henry tonight. It just hasn't really worked out here in the second half. This game really got out of hand quickly. It was six minutes here. and We're looking up, and this is a three-score game. Second down and 13 now for Arlington. Receiver out to the right side. Haycock under center. He'll end up handing it off on the option to Drew Metzger. He's able to get some of those yards back. It's out to the 40. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's Patrick Henry, like we were kind of talking in the break here. Patrick Henry's kind of taking away this dive option. They're not letting him, you know, they're going to make Haycock pitch the ball or do something like that. And Arlington has not adjusted. They don't have a, something else to go to. I mean, that's something they need to work on going into next year, you know. Seeing, because this, this game almost feels like it's out of hand. I hate to say it that, but, uh, you know, it's something they need to work on and, you know, get, an, get another another way to, to move the ball as well. Third and 11. Hancock will drop back, has to try and escape pressure. He again will be unable to do so as he's dropped for a loss back to the 31-yard line, brings up fourth down. Yeah, just no time that time. Trying to go play action on third and long, it's really hard. Um, he's not really a straight... Straight drop, uh, drop back quarterback, but when it's play action like that, you know, Patrick Henry knows they're coming for you know, they're ready for a pass and just no time to, to throw the ball down the field. Brings up a fourth and 19 now for Arlington. Griggs will punt it away, it will be returnable this time for Patrick Henry at the 39. Good coverage though, this time by Arlington as they'll bring him all the way back, actually a little bit further back than where he initially returned it, but. Forward progress looks like we'll get him out to nearly about the 44. Yeah, Brady Griggs didn't angle that one, kicking on the ground after I was complimenting him last time. He didn't do that. He kicked a regular one, and um, good field position for the Patriots here. 
Um, a real chance to really put the nail in the coffin here. Um, this possession as well. But they're not scared to throw the ball and push it down the field here. They're not satisfied. I guess it's playoff football here. Anything could happen. They're, they're going to keep putting it on them. First and 10 for Patrick Henry from the own 44-yard line. They'll give it off this time. Again to Miranda. He'll get out to midfield, pick up six. A good hard run just to lead there off, off tackle. Miranda's got plenty of room. No one touched him until he was three or four yards down the field and just does a good job. Like I said, that's, I always compliment the running backs. When they get hit and they go forward for those extra two yards, those are the kind of running backs I like to have on my team, that's for sure. And Miranda's one of those. He's a really special running back for sure. First time I got a chance to see him play, and he is he's the reason he, he has 22 touchdowns and 1,200 yards this year. I can see why. Second down and four for Patrick Henry. Ball now at midfield with 3.23 left to go in the third quarter. They lead Arlington 34-14. to 14. We hand it again to Miranda. He'll spin away from a defender. First down and a little more. Do see a flag come in right about the line of scrimmage right in the area of holding. We'll have to wait and see the call. Yeah, he singled a legal chop block there on Arlington, but Miranda's just wearing down this Red Devil defense. That's it. You don't want me to speculate, Lance. I'll wait. How does a defender have an illegal block? You're not allowed to dive at their legs in the open field, I think. It's it's weird. I know. It's like they used to teach you to do that. Now they well, if, if nothing else, just the wording of the penalty, calling a block against the defense in football doesn't doesn't exactly work, you just terminology-wise. I think when they pull out and they're coming to block you, you're not allowed to dive at their feet. They don't, they don't call it very often, but as long as you hit them, like thigh I, say, down, I, down, I believe down. that's the first time we've heard yeah. that all year. I think that's the rule, but I wouldn't quote me on that one. <laughs> but yeah, it sounded right. So, so go you, so I got to be vindictive so both, on what I'm saying. You both guess what the calls are. You don't exactly know some of these different <laughs> rules. No, I knew it was a legal block. I told you that beforehand. Lance, come on. You did. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you the credit where credits due. There. First and ten now for Patrick Henry. Ball. On the Arlington, now 31 after the penalty. A little bit of a high snap, but they'll hand it again to Miranda. He'll get to the edge, gets away from one tackler. Now he'll be brought down as he gets past the 25 to the 24, picking up about seven. And this is where Patrick Henry needs to just get up to the line slow, take their time. They're not in a hurry. Huddle, take the whole play clock here and uh, just keep milking that take this lead and just get on out of here. But still third quarter here, but just feels like, uh, what do they say, cows are in the barn? Is that what they say, Lance? The hay's I in the am, barn. I am not a farm <laughs> person, so that is one way, that is the wrong person to ask in that regard. <laughs> Keeper this time for Krieger as he's almost in, but it was just a blocker that was all the way actually down into the end zone trying to give him some room. He'll be brought down at about the six, but is plenty for another. Patrick Henry first down with now 147 left to go third quarter. Arlington trailing Patrick Henry by a score of 34 to 14, and it's now first and goal coming up. Yeah, Craig just faked that right there and ran, ran right up the middle. No one's there. Like I said, I was with you. I thought one of those other two guys were scoring the touchdown, but it was his two lead blockers still out there, and he got tripped up down to the six-yard line, so Knock on the doorstep here. First and goal from the six for Patrick Henry. 
Down to 125 to go here in the corner. Krieger going to keep it after the fake, try and get to the edge, and he'll do just that. Get in for another Patrick Henry touchdown with 117 to go in the third. Did a good job of getting to the edge. I thought Russell had a chance to get him, but uh, he did a good job just getting all the way out to that pylon and sneaking in for a touchdown. Let's see another Patrick Henry two-point conversion try. Also could be wrong, but it does look like they uh, might be prepping some of their younger players to go in uh, on the next drive or two on the Patrick Henry side. So now it looks like we're going to have a timeout before the two-point conversion try. Who took that time out when for the show? I didn't see him single. Okay. Patrick Henry will take their first time out here of this second half. 40 to 14. Now the score. Patrick Henry, the big lead on Arlington, down to 117 left to go third quarter. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon with the classic hits. 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. And as uh, as we've been uh, both alluding to and saying directly. Things, uh, things just are not going uh, going the right way for Arlington this half. Yeah, if you're just tuning in, you wouldn't believe the Red Devils were winning this game 14-12 to 12 at halftime. Um, had the momentum going, um, and then then the second half happened. And um, like I said, Aiden Cavani getting knocked out of the game. Kind of took the wind out of their sails. And with credit to Patrick Henry, though, like I said, they're controlling the game on both sides of the line of scrimmage and uh, doing a great job. I mean, they have they have nice balanced attack of, of passing and running and really a complete football team. We're just about ready to go following the timeout for the two-point conversion try. Kreiger in the gun now by himself with two receivers out to each side. He'll look to throw. He'll look near side. That's actually going to be intercepted by Roush in the end zone, so the two-point conversion will fail. Yeah, I mean, that's the only that's the only flaw I think Patrick Henry's had tonight is their two-point conversions. I feel like they haven't looked uh, Laws, as good. Laws, uh, maybe Laws. their kicking game. That's the only thing I've seen. That not they not having a kicking game, a couple couple kind of boneheaded penalties on top of missing those two-point conversions. That's the only thing. That, that's about it so far. I mean, that, that's the thing. If, if you couple, look past couple, this game. A couple turnovers in the first half as well. Yeah. If you look past this game, though, I mean, I feel like the, you better be good at these two-point conversions. When you don't have a kicker, I mean, those become such critical plays. Um, especially if the other team just has an easy one point every time, um, it really the the game can really come down to that. So that's something they're definitely going to want to sharpen up um, going into next week as well. Now the score remains forty to fourteen with one seventeen left to go here in this uh, third quarter of action. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon with you, Classic It's ninety six seven WBBI online through WBBI.com and. Things are certainly shaping up a particular way in terms of uh, who's going to be moving on to next week. And certainly at this point is looking like we'll see Patrick Henry taking on Hopewell Loudon next week. Macomb looks to advance as well as they're up 57 to nothing on Eden. As I think they, yeah, they are already in the fourth quarter over at Macomb. As we do have the Herald Florian funeral kick will be a little returnable for Arlington at the 20. And Haycock will get stopped just shy of the 40 with now 112 left to go in the third quarter and the only question mark is uh, who's going to win on the other half of the games 
in that region here of Division 7 as it's either going to be Crestview or LCC. So if you're McComb, you're either facing a team you already played this season or you're facing LCC, the team that ended your season last year. Yeah, I don't... I, 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 like I said, I've complimented McComb enough. I don't know what, what's... They seem to be Jekyll and Hyde with me. I, I, have, I, I give all kinds of compliments to them, and then I do that, and then they get, get handled pretty convincingly by Liberty Benton. So. so we'll see Arlington pitch it on the option near side to Russell. Don't think he was able to get up field, though. Actually might have lost a yard or two. But, I mean, if you, if you want to talk McComb, obviously Algie's proven it. They won a state championship, what, 2018. So, I mean, if, if anybody knows how to win the playoffs, it's McComb. I like their chances of getting out of this region for sure. Um, but, I mean, Hopewell Lodge has, has stood up and, you know, faced everyone. You know, they've undefeated this year, so, I mean, they're, they're a formidable opponent as well. But just the hard-nosed smashing-off football in Macomb is, is hard to match up with in D7 football. So, going in 12 now for Arlington. They'll look to throw on the play-action play as that will be incomplete on the far side of the field. So we're looking for Lucas McElroy is probably could have called the defensive holding a little bit. But yeah, it looked like three was boxing him out. I was going to say, if I watch an NFL game, you can't touch the guys past five yards in high school. I guess they let you do that. It looked like I was with you. I thought there was some contact down the field, but I think these refs are ready to get out of here. We're, we're getting close to a running clock situation here, Lance. And uh, score at least at the half. This was about an hour ago. LCC was leading Crestview 16-14, to 14, so that... May have updated since then, but that at least was the score at the half. I, I got friends in low places. I can probably get us a Crestview <laughs> score here. Acock again will look to throw. He's looking across the middle. That's going to be hauled in for a grab as Max Jolliffe brings that one down at about the 30-yard line, gets Arlington into PH territory for now, the first time here in the second half. Yeah, great throw by Acock, just placing the lights, a little air under there, right underneath. Jolliffe ran right under it. Great catch. A little momentum here for Arlington to get going. Down to 20 seconds remaining, third quarter. Arlington trailing 40 to 14. See if they can get one more playoff. They'll have to get one more playoff because they're actually they don't have to because there is a couple of seconds between the play clock and the game clock. They will though get the playoff, but not before a flag comes in to stop it. to see what the results of this penalty would be. The penalty against Patrick Henry for illegal substitution. Talk about another penalty you don't see very often. I was going to say, how does that yeah. even, how, how does that happen? I don't know that one either, Lance. Illegal subject. I see that one. Is it because one. the offense didn't sub and you, the offense has to sub to allow the defense <laughs> to sub? I see that in college football every Saturday. I don't know. I know, did not know that was a high school rule. So uh, we're learning all kinds of new things here in the playoffs. Lance, I agree with you. I've, I've never seen that called. So this crew's been on it. This has been a good crew. They're keeping us informed and uh, doing a nice job tonight. With that, though, we'll step aside for a quick timeout as the third quarter comes to an end. 40-14, to 14, your score, Arlington. Trailing Patrick Henry, you're listening to BBC Football and Classic at 96.7 WBBI. 
Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. We are to start the fourth quarter of action from Patrick Henry. 40-14 is your score. Arlington trailing Patrick Henry, but are in Patrick Henry territory for the first time here in this second half as the uh, keeper this time for Haycock. He's able to get enough for the Arlington first down as we start the fourth quarter. Lance Moore, Jimmy Nixon here with the Classic at 96.7 WBVI. And Jimmy Arlington finally getting a little bit of offense going as they're just nearing the red zone. Yeah, they got the vertical pass going here to get the ball moving, but that little quarterback trap to get Haycock going up the middle because he is a nice runner as well. If he can get some space, get some blocking up front, um, I know he can make some things happen. Be first and 10 from the 21 now for Arlington. Haycock dropping back, looking to throw. Has to try and escape some pressure. He will be able to briefly get away, pick up a yard or two, make something out of nothing that time. And currently LCC, they lead Crestview 30-21. to They're starting the fourth quarter in that one. So looking at the other game in our Division 6, Region 20, Division 7, Region 26. Look at you, throwing out the numbers. I like it, Lance. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Arlington, really, just keep, just keep the running clock off. I mean, it'd be a tall task. Hey, anything could happen, I guess. But uh, I'd like to see Arlington get something going here, get, get some points on the board again. Second and nine for Arlington. They go with the option. Haycock will be brought down before he would have even had a chance to pitch that one on the near side to Metzger as he'll lose a couple yards. Yeah, tried a little speed option there that time, and just there's two Patrick Henry guys out there waiting for that on the option. There's just nothing out there. They're like almost daring Arlington to throw the ball down the middle of the field or at least try to, but Haycock hasn't had much time to even do that as well. So, I mean, credit to this Patrick Henry defense. They're just all over um, the Red Devils' offense. Third down and 11 now for Arlington from the Patrick Henry 22 with 10 and 15 left to go. Acock will play action play, look to throw, has to step up in the pocket, and he'll be unable to get away from the Patrick Henry defensive front as he'll be brought down, brings up a fourth down. So he does the play action there. He spins around, fakes to the halfbacks. He's got to plan on that foot and get rid of it, but I look like I didn't see anyone open down the field. So he, he had to hold on to it for a couple more seconds, and Patrick Henry really closes that down. Um, you know, Arlington blocks just long enough for him to get to that back step, and there's no more time. Credit to that Patrick Henry, um, you know, front four or five. They're really putting a lot of pressure on him. Fourth and 14 now for Arlington. Ball on the Patrick Henry 25 with 9.35 left to go. They trail Patrick Henry 40-14 to 14 as they'll try and keep the offense on the field in this fourth and long. Acock will drop back, look to throw, looking across the middle, and that's going to be incomplete as he just a barely overthrew Jolliffe that time. 
Yeah, I thought I, I thought he had, but just a straight drop back from Arlington, which you don't usually see. Um, had had Giles slant across the middle, just overthrew him. Um, so turnover on downs. Arlington had a little momentum going there on that possession, and that Cherry took it right away. Patrick Henry will take over in their own territory at their own 25-yard line. See them presumably try and run down the clock as much as they are able to do. But we've been wrong before. Yeah. First and ten for Patrick Henry. They'll hand it off near side. So they'll get out to about the 29-yard line as the backup Jaden Runner now in on at least that carry for Patrick Henry. So could be rotating in some of their younger guys now. Yeah, they got Krager in select quarterback. Um, I know where I would have Miranda sitting right beside me if I was coaching Patrick Henry. He'd be, he'd be my armrest for sure. He'd be right in the same spot that Aiden Cavity is. Both 21s would be on the bench for the rest of the game. But, uh, yeah, they don't have anything else to prove here, Patrick Henry. So, you know, if you, if you can mix in another backup, you know, you never know. Give those those guys a chance here in live action and see what they can do. And Because uh, you never know in – High school football here in D7, next man up mentality. Second down in six for Patrick Henry. Two receivers to the left as they're taking all the time they can before even getting down into a stance as they've been waiting to right around the eight or nine second mark as they'll hand it off once again right up the middle. Once again for Jaden Rudder. This looks like he has enough for a Patrick Henry first down, and yes, he does with 8.21 left to go. Yeah, the sophomore running back. He has 49 carries on the year, so he, he's had some carries. He doesn't look too bad there. He's got a nice hole to, to run through. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a line change there, Lance. Yep. Uh, that's the JV team coming in for Patrick Henry here with um, eight minutes to go in this game. So now we'll see another Krieger take over at quarterback as the freshman Reed Krieger now steps into that spot. First and 10 from the 36 now for Patrick Henry. They'll again run the ball with Jaden Rudder. Rudder will get out to about just shy of the 40, picking up about three or four. That's a good pickup for the JV because Arlington really has not subbed. Um, like I said, they got a roster of about 25, 26 kids. Uh, they don't have that many subs to put in, but uh, they definitely could get some other kids in here. Um, give some live action. You know, with 14 seniors for this Red Devil group, um, you know, Great win for them. Great season, really. I mean, being undermanned, injured all year. I mean, really, you can't say nothing about what the coaches did at Arlington and, and these players, the way they responded. And uh, and a good ending, you know, here getting a playoff win, getting upset against Antwerp last week. So, I mean, disappointing ending, I'm sure. But, um, you know, good, good run here to, to get a win in the playoffs. So now we are going to see a line change on the Arlington side. So they'll go to some of their younger guys. Who said the JV season was over two weeks ago? Lance, here it is. JV's done the race. I, 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 under, I understand <laughs> the joke. Oh. See, what I do, as you'll learn, <laughs> when someone makes a bad joke, <laughs> I, won't a say, joke I won't say anything. I just let it sit there and let you soak it in that silence. Oh, I'll laugh at my own joke. Don't you worry. I'm pretty good at that. 3-6-4, Patrick Henry, they'll get now to the edge as they hand the ball off to another one of their backup running back, Ethan James now on 
the carry that time for Patrick Henry. He'll get into Arlington territory now with 6.19 left to go. Arlington again trailing 40-14. to 14. Yeah, DJ Stevens to getting in there. Um, yeah, coming in, getting that tackle on the long range. So good job by him of saving the touchdown there for the Red Devil defense. Nobody wants to see this in a running clock situation, Lance, okay? See this all the way through. They can't see your smirk <laughs> on, the, on the radio, just so we're aware. I don't. I don't want to I want to see the Red Devil defense get a, get a stop here. First and 10 for Patrick Henry from the Arlington 36. They'll again hand it off to Ethan James. This time not as successful. He'll only pick up about two. Yeah, good job that time by Drew Mexer filling that hole right, right up the middle there. Got him for a short game. Second down and eight coming up for Patrick Henry. 5.25 left to go in this one. A 40-14 to 14 score. Patrick Henry the lead on Arlington. Both players, both teams rather, with the second units now on the field. We had a good game for a half, Lance. We had a good game for a half. We did. Then it kind of all fell apart. Be another handoff for Patrick Henry as they hand it to Jaden Rudder. He'll be limited to no gain this time. Bring up third and long. Yeah, good job by Leisure running that down. Because some of these sophomore, the sophomore class for Arlington is a good class. There's not very many juniors on the team, maybe one or two. So they're going to need um, you know, these sophomores to step up next year. Um, so it's nice to see some live action. I count two juniors. Sounds about right. We had five in junior high at Arlington that when they were in eighth grade. They kind of whittled away here down to two. I see Elijah Freisinger and I see Brady Griggs. You are right. Third down and eight now for Patrick Henry. Well, again, look to hand it off. You see a flag come in near the start of the play as they hand it again to Rudder as he'll only get a yard or two, but again, flag on the play that time. As I said, it was a nice, clean game, no flags, and here we go. It still has been, by and, by and large, a very clean game. It has. There's been that many flags. We'll have a penalty on... Holding against Patrick Henry. And as long as I don't feel like there's a penalty on every play, I'm going to say there hasn't been that many penalties. <laughs> That's kind of my barometer for that. You know, you get some backups in there. They get excited. They get, they're get, they holding. They're tackling. They're doing whatever they can to, to fight and claw and impress their coaches. And so it's kind of just the way it works out sometimes. But. Third down now in 18 following the holding penalty for Patrick Henry. Down to four minutes left to go in this one. They lead Arlington 40-14. to 14. So we'll again see another handoff. He'll get most of those, or at least some of those penalty yards back that will bring up a fourth down. Well, worth noting, well, I mean, it's still probably a little too deep anyway. I think they only punted the one time. They punted the first, the, after the first drive, right? Yeah, you might be right. I, I don't think they've punted since then. I don't remember one. You're probably right. That's why we were saying at halftime that Arlington had not stopped this Patrick Henry offense. Because, well, because Delgado punted on the first drive. Because remember how I said both teams have a lineman as their punter, and then you informed them that Mason won't be punting. But So they punted at least the one time. Fourth and 13. 
Patrick Henry rolling to their right. They will look to throw. Will be incomplete as they're looking to try and get that one down the field to Gus Meyer, the freshman. That'll give the ball back over to Arlington with 3.06 left to go again, trailing 40-14. to 14. And we'll get a chance to at least see some of this uh, second unit for offense for Arlington. And we've seen, that, at least in the games I've been at, we've seen the second unit primarily on defense. Haven't always got to see the second unit offense. Yeah, we'll see. I bet you're going to see... Uh... Braylon Rucker here run the ball, be my guest, number seven. He's a nice runner. He'll be someone that will be playing uh, varsity for Arlington next year, be my guest. He'll be a quarterback here for the second unit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Krager, the, the, Reed Krager had a receiver wide open, a chance to move the chains there, just overthrew him. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Patrick Henry will use another one of their timeouts with 3.06 left to go, 40-14. to 14 is your score. Patrick Henry will come away with the win here tonight as we get another update. LCC currently the 37-21 lead with about uh, six minutes left to go in that game. The other part of our region here in region 26 of Division 7. Again, 3.06 left to go, 40-14. The score, Arlington trailing Patrick Henry. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon with you. Classic hits 96.7 WBBI online at WBBI.com and of course, stay tuned in for the NWO Orthopedics scoreboard show as we'll have uh, Barton Trayvon going over all the scores from around the area. As we'll have, obviously, we've got some blowouts, but do have a handful of close games in the area, although those seem to be kind of few and far between the more and more I look at uh, some of these scores. It's kind of odd, though. There was a lot of good games last week. These are supposed yeah. to be the real good games this week, and then you're getting some more blowouts uh so we'll see Arlington Tonight. will run the option and I'll end up losing a handful of yards as they get that one over to Metzger on the far side of the field. So looking at least at uh, some of the scores around the area. All the BBC games are uh, either about to be completely blowouts or already are kind of in that stage of the game. But one close one I see at least so far, Colonel Crawford and Ottawa Hills are tied at 21 apiece. Perkins won 28-21 over St. Mary's. That was kind of a, that's the closest game Perkins has played all year, so that's kind of a kind of a bit of surprise. Eastwood, uh, they lost to Edison 38-7 as we will have a, another negative play on the Arlington side with uh, bringing them now a third and long for Arlington. And yeah, the, really those are just a couple, uh, couple, uh, couple games that are close. A lot of a lot more, lot more blowouts tonight. I was going to say, really, it's kind of the final four you kind of thought you were going to get, uh, maybe in the region, with the exception of Calvert. I know you were hoping for Calvert. Um, you know, just, we've called a lot of their games, and, you know, they're, they're a local team, and they're a good team. So, But they, they, they stumbled early. But, really, it's it's kind of the, the people you kind of would have thought it shooken out here with this. I know there's been some criticisms of the 16 teams in the playoffs, but it's kind of shaking out the way that – I mean, that's the reason for it, right, is to make sure you get the – you get the top four players, uh, four players, four teams, you know, in each region have a chance. So to it's one on ones. Every team just gets yeah. one guy. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be interesting. Uh, yep, one on one from the twenty-five. <laughs> we did see uh, Rucker ended up fumbling that one, but was able to hop on top of it, but not before losing a couple yards on the Arlington side. As we're down now to one eighteen left to go, as we'll see Arlington pump this one away. Let's be honest, there wasn't much to see on that Arlington offense possession. They were going the wrong direction three consecutive plays in a row, so you didn't miss anything out there, fans. Griggs again will punt it away as we'll see Patrick Henry call for the fair catch. 
right around the 39-yard line with 59 seconds left to go, and probably, if anything, see Patrick Henry just take a knee or two and put a bow on this one. Yeah, impressive performance for Patrick Henry Patriots. They they really took care of business. I mean, they just did it all. They, they, they threw the ball well. They ran the ball well. They um, they really had a nice game plan. They really settled in once they adjusted to the, the dive option of Arlington, and when Cavney really went out, that was their, their only game-breaker that Arlington has um, offensively, and uh, they really didn't move the ball at all after that. Um, and Patrick Henry continued to do what they did in the first half, and that's what happens when you can't score, and the other team's scoring three or four touchdowns. We will see Patrick Henry get into the victory formation. They'll take one knee. They'll have to take one more before we can officially wrap this one up. It'll be a 40-14 to win for Patrick Henry here tonight. Impressive. It's kind of what I was saying before. I knew they'd be battle-tested to come to NWOL. I know they're quality teams, especially being a D7 football team in a bigger conference. Like I said, you're talking about Bryan. You're talking about Wauseon. You're talking about some bigger schools, um, you know, Delta and um, some of those other schools. I'm not going to rattle off every team in the league, but I know them all, man. Oh, Don't do try you? to quiz me. Now, you haven't given me a quiz yet today. So, uh, but like I said, so I mean, to go eight and two um, in a tough conference like that, I knew they would be a formidable opponent for the Red Devils, and they they proved to be the better team tonight. So that'll again do it for us here. For regulation action, 40-14 to 14 will be the final as Arlington's season will come to an end as they fall to Patrick Henry tonight. We'll take one more timeout to come back around this one up here from Patrick Henry. You've been listening to BBC Playoff Football and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new-to-you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. Saying goodbye to summer is less sad when you realize your favorite fall flavors are here at Bigby Coffee. Celebrate the return of our sweet foam pumpkin cold brew, pumpkin spice latte, and our caramel apple cider. Pair these delicious fall sips with our maple waffle sandwich or pumpkin muffin. Available for a limited time at one of the two Bigby Coffee locations in Findlay, one on Trenton Avenue and one on Tiffin Avenue. 
Like we are here to wrap this one up from Patrick Henry. 40 to 14, your final. Arlington will fall tonight to Patrick Henry in round two of the postseason. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon with you. Classic hits 96.7 WBVI. Online through WBVI.com. If you came in, uh, you know, later on in the third quarter or, or any time since then, you, you wouldn't have believed us when we said, as Jimmy uh, said earlier on, that Arlington did have a 14 to 12 lead in this one at the half, but... You know, in part to a, an Aiden Cavani injury along with just the offense as a whole not being able to get a whole lot going and Patrick Henry just kind of picking up where they left off once the second half got underway. That's what uh, results in the final score being what it is. Yeah, like I said, we're coming. Arlington was lucky to be up two at halftime. I know we both felt like, you know, Patrick Henry had dominated that first half and was losing, nothing to show for it, but uh, um, really they just kept it going with with Cavani being out they just had no no energy no enthusiasm just credit to Patrick you know, they were the better team tonight um well coached team just complete team with with Krager and uh, Miranda running the ball they're just a really balanced team they're able to throw the ball as well so I mean just just a quality team and look for them to have a good matchup next week as well you said they're playing Hopewell Loudon right yep so that should be a a, a quality game for sure. But, I mean, I think if, if you look at the keys, it was the second half was when Miranda busted off that, what, 60-yard touchdown run, really kind of broke the will of Arlington in the second half, and it was like I don't think they ever really recovered from that. They got down by two scores, and it was they were off to the races after that. So I'll just about uh, do it for us as before we go. We'll, of course, uh, extend our thank yous to the seniors. That's one of the traditions Matt has uh, taught me over the years to, you know, Talk uh, talk a little just uh, about the seniors for this Arlington team, and you know there there's a, a good amount of them. You have Wes Hartman, Will Johnson, Mason Cavaney to go with Brady, Ken Wyatt, Barry, Isaiah Schwab, along with Garrett Wikes, Max Jolliffe, Kane Regal, Justin Roush, Luke Metzger, Jackson Collins, along with Caden Russell as uh, all your seniors for this uh, Arlington team, and it's a team you know over these last handful of years they've done a lot of winning here at Arlington of course 2020 they were able to have a little bit of a playoff run able to get the win last week over Antwerp pull off a little bit of an upset and so this is this is again a team that has had a lot of success over these years and you know some of these guys have been uh, very instrumental parts of that yeah that's a special class for sure anytime you can get 14 kids out for football in this day and age in a small school that's graduating about 30 to 35 kids you know it's really uh it's a tribute to those kids. They stick together. They're all they're always out playing. I, this is a group that I coached in junior high football as well. So uh, special group, you know, for me as as a fan and uh, as a, a coach in the Arlington program as well. But uh, really, group of kid, good group of kids. They're they're good basketball players too. They're good baseball players as well. So I mean, you know, three sport athletes, a lot of that, and just a good group of kids. You know, proud of them. I mean, after getting getting smacked around by Lucas, you're losing. A, a kind of a weird little ending to the season to turn around and upset Antwerp, go on the road, you know, drive an hour and plus and, and go over there and take them down. And then, you know, and, and to come out the way they did in the first half here tonight, like I said, it's really credit to them and the coaching staff of, of putting together a good game plan. But just maybe they got a little tired. You know, maybe they just lost a little intensity. But really credit back to Patrick Henry because I mean, they did a great job tonight. Um, just, I mean, like I said, credit to the offensive line and the defensive line of Patrick Henry. You know, we could sit here and say, you know, Craiger, and we could sit here and say Miranda, but really it was it was the big guys up front that were that were controlling the game, and they did a great job um, on both sides, offense and defense. So with that, we will 
now award our player of the game. And for tonight, uh, we're going to go with uh, Houston Miranda as he was able to have a couple big plays, uh, had the touchdown run uh, early on of this uh, third quarter. Also believe he was the one that got the scoop and score in favor of uh, Patrick Henry as well and kind of what was really allowed them to break the game open from that point was a couple Miranda touchdowns. So we're going to go with him as our Frickers player of the game. And uh, before we wrap this one up, Jimmy, it's uh, obviously we've talked about your clear connection with these Arlington uh, players and with uh, with this team. Anything uh, anything else uh, you just want to want to say before we uh, put a bow on this? No, it was a, it was a great senior year. I mean, like I said, I, I know um, I speak for the Arlington community. We're just I'm you know, happy that those kids came out and, and represented the community that way. And I'm sure Coach Vermillion's happy that, for the most part, I think everybody's pretty healthy. And now we're on the, the boys' basketball season. Okay, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. <laughs> I know Brandon Ngopi didn't play a whole lot last year, but he was a part of the basketball team. He's not going to be able to play basketball. Yeah, well, You're talking about Caden Russell having a shoulder injury. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. I know shooting's not his primary skill, but it is something he's going to want to be able to do. It's basketball. It's his left arm. He shoots with his right arm. He don't need his left arm. He just holds the ball. It's a, it's a little guide. <laughs> it, it'll heal quicker now that he's not smashing people every day with his shoulder. Now I'll get a chance to, to that's, heal. That's your rationale? That's what I'm going with. Yeah, fair enough. I'm trying to give, I'm trying to, you know, I care about Coach Vermillion. He's one of my coach, my teachers I teach with. So I, you know, I want to see the basketball team do well, as uh, do good as well. And uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, for the most part, I mean, Injuries happen all the time. People are getting injured, and uh, like I said, uh, hopefully Aiden Cavani, these few months off, will get him back uh, and better than ever next year as well, and hopefully he's okay. I'm not sure of the extent of his injury, but, uh, you know, seven wins for Arlington this year is, is, is a good year. The coaching staff and the players did a good job. They got nothing to hang their hat on, and they lost to a better team tonight in Patrick Henry, and it's the way it goes. <laughs> That'll just about do it for us. Again, a big thank you to uh, everybody out there. Big thanks as well, of course, to our producer, Bart Wilson, back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios. During, of course, the Lord's work, and stay tuned in here. In a few minutes, we'll have our NWO Orthopedics scoreboard show from the Fricker Studios. Bart Wilson and Trayvon Hastings will recap all the games for the second week of the postseason, and they will have a lot of very interesting games, I'll, I'll say, uh, to talk about uh, from uh, from what we had around Northwest Ohio here tonight. From my broadcast partner, Jimmy Nicholson, this is Lance Morris signing off from Patrick Henry. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school football, 40-14, your final Arlington Falls tonight to Patrick Henry. Thank you again for listening. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. What time is it? Sadly, we're out of time. Yes, you've been listening to high school football right here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online at WBVI.com. And it's been brought to you by... Frickers, Warner Automotive, Blanchard Valley Health System, by Rotor Rooter, Bigby Coffee, Iron Workers Local 55, by Harold Floriana Funeral Hall, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, by Grit, MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, by Campus Poly Eyes, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Snyder's Flooring Outlet, by Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us again next time for another great matchup of high school football. A production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.